E. Cannon Beats. Speak on that. That's what I wanted to talk about. It is real, but besides the, same, the happy birthday, hold on though. At the same time, I was just talking to uh, Todd the other day about Brother Shabazz, and he was talking about the pandemic specifically gives you that opportunity. You've been sending your kids to be schooled by people that are not you this whole entire time, and now you have the opportunity to sit down and give them a proper education and find out who they are. And we we really didn't want to do that. It was a lot to handle because we're not used to managing that type of energy all the time. No, but I was so crazy though. I did get to learn my son a lot more through the through the process, and he's a lot like his doggone daddy. Oh yeah, yeah we should have learned about our kids and about ourselves. And so I'm trying to teach the daddy up out of him. <laughs> Well, <laughs> how do you do how that? How much time do you have? You, you don't do that. You just yeah. I'm, I'm sure that didn't happen. No, you don't. And so I, I gotta realize that oh, he's frustrated because I would probably be frustrated in this situation. So now I gotta change how he learns. Mm-hmm. You change, know? change the culture for him. <clears throat> yeah. So like, or he'll be going on the same path. He hates reading. He hates. He he don't even try to read. He he'll be like. I can't do this. It's too hard. Or like writing. It's not reading. It's writing. So I had to start putting up like screensavers and stuff about kind of like what the homework is about and tell him to look at it and be like, what do you see in this picture? And then he'd be like, oh, I see this, this and that. Learns and different. then I'm like, well, you said that. That's a sentence. Write that. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh. I'll write it then. It's like, yeah, write it that hard. You talk too good to not be able to write. He just needs them little connections. But he didn't want to, just him coming up freestyling, he didn't want to do that. So it was like, I got to figure out something because I'm about, his teacher didn't almost saw me snap on him. <laughs> but what teacher that, could. That's oh, frowned upon in the district now. Oh, but which was so crazy. I seen her snap on her kid and she forgot her mic was on. <laughs> See? Them Zoom days. Hey, them Zooms don't, they don't lie, baby. They don't hide. You can't hide. Right, but here's the, here's my issue with that. Like, Zoom's great, right? Mm-hmm. But what you also have is a, a lack of equity in seeing into people's households in a way that, like, kids are can be embarrassed about where they live. Yeah. So now everybody in your classroom seeing what your house looks like. That's real. Man. Like there are things that people didn't really think about and how they would affect students. And and that's what I'm saying. It's like out of the box things you don't even really consider is I don't want people to see that I don't have a bedroom or I don't have I'm on the floor. I'm sharing I'm in a car. I'm, I'm zooming with three yeah. other brothers in the same room. You I'm know, living in the thing, car. You, you, like Legit. Oh, legit. Zooming from legit. a car with a hotspot. Like, those things have happened. Um, and also, we're so used to kids being resilient. That's the problem with the pandemic as well. And, you know, and how we as parents are trying to help our kids. They're not resilient. Like, they, they are, but not for something like this. So what has happened mm-hmm. is, oh, you'll be fine. You can learn from home. You can do X, Y, and Z. Just move on. But we don't. Our kids are traumatized by yeah. this pandemic. They uh, the one thing are. they had was like a the social are. outlet. But we we we've we've dealt with other traumas in our lives yeah. at forty five versus 
13, 11, 6. Kids are just starting school on this. And I want to speak to the, um, like you said, certain people don't realize that other kids might, kids might be embarrassed about their home situations. I'm very blessed to work in the situation I do where my eyes are wide open. Yeah. My, my kids, the kids I deal with are at risk. Mm-hmm. So I deal with what, what size shoes do you wear? Mm-hmm. I got some of those at home. Mm-hmm. What size pants are those? I got some of those. My kids went through middle school. I didn't get rid of his pants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For specific reasons. I've coached where I've given shoes, track shoes, spikes. I've had 11s to 7s. Mm-hmm. So when you get gather resources like that, you kind of keep an eye open for things like that. So when you have kids on there zooming and you say, hey, I need to see your face mm-hmm. and you can go back to the black. But I need to know that you're there to check in because some kids are zooming in the class, in the, in, the, in the kitchen with two other siblings. Some are zooming in the bedroom with three other siblings. And like she said, on a mattress or maybe laying next to mom. Mm-hmm. And these are real situations. And we're talking we're trying we're talking about learning. And we used to have to deal with maybe they didn't eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was it. Once you get here, I could hold you and take care of you. Mm-hmm. I can't even see you. And it, and it it takes a toll on both ends. And there was a report even that the DCFS hotline call volume was down. But it wasn't because kids weren't <clears throat> suffering abuse. It's because there was no second eyes on them mm. that would normally be on them yeah. at the school, at daycare or whatever. So uh, I, you know, I had heard something about that. I don't know, in the paper, on the news, kind of earlier in the pandemic. Um, but But my thing, too, is I've been a nonprofit 20 years, at least. So my whole brain is wired differently mm-hmm. and, and getting through this pandemic and figuring out I'm when you're in nonprofit, all you can be is solution oriented because everything's a barrier every everything. day. There's something you have to, whether it's bringing in money, resources, uh, what do you need? What can we get you? I don't know any other way to function mm. where other people have stayed stuck in. Well, you can, we can't leave the house. Hmm. Right. And I'm like, okay, so What's the plan for catching these kids up? Because we, that's a hard job in a regular year over the summer to help them retain what they've learned. Amen. Now we're talking about potentially 10 months out of school. So what's the plan? And if you really think about it, if we didn't get back into the classroom, the next school year starts in like six months. Yeah. Right. Easy. So what was, what's the plan? Right. How do, how do you get through the day if you don't put it into practice to go, okay, hey, we're going to open the school up. We have the hybrid students here, so we know what we can work through and how to get through this. We'll be all the better for it in the fall. But to just not start. That's the give up mentality. I didn't I, even think of that I, again. They were about to. School starts. See, so. And if you ever watch and if you ever watch the school board meetings, I'm always like, we're always behind. Why are we behind? We're in the kid business. We're in the teaching business. We're in the, the in the yeah. right? Like this is what we do. And we stay in the red. Why are we behind in, in in my personal opinion, the kids should have been back in school August. And we should have taken them out November, cold and flu season kicking up, send them back in January, and then they're in until you know school's out. That that would have been more logical to me. Because if you really think about when we first started having conversations about our, you know, what the school year is going to look like, uh, the positivity rate was much lower when we were arguing, mm-hmm. even then, mm-hmm. lower than the thresholds that we ended up setting, right. Uh, right. the metrics. So um, 
you know, I that's a long time to be out of school. Uh-huh. And very long and time. I'm going to be very interested to see what the conversations are going to look like for parents, you know, in the third quarter about is your kid moving to the next grade or not? Cuz that's that's the next conversation. That's definitely the next conversation. And Ooh-wee. and if we're not going to base it on grades because we've seen so many failing grades and such poor attendance in the remote the setting, my thing is then we need to have a conversation about what we are going to base moving kids forward on. What would be some of the things that you could move a kid forward on? So I had a really great conversation with a principal this week and, and was just kind of asking him what his thoughts were. And he was like, you know, moving kids forward is really about uh, growth. We can see growth in a lot of different ways. You might have a student's getting D's and F's, but their map scores have continued to improve. Right. They're there every day. They're engaged. So we know that in a more in-person setting, hopefully for the fall, this kid has the foundational knowledge they're going to need to sustain themselves, you know, in moving into fifth grade. But if you're not seeing any increase in those kind of standardized test scores and you're not engaged and it's, you know, D's and F's and C's um, and even considering pre-pandemic, whatever your grades were, that's, I think... When he mentioned that, I was like, that's a good way to figure it out, yeah, you know, instead of it just being, what grades did you get mm-hmm. right. that I hadn't even thought about? And I was like, I think that's a good, their, like, yeah. that's well, a good approach. What was your mental state <laughs> does, does that, when you were getting grades and what is your mental state yeah. now as you are? And, I thought and that made sense. It totally does. Does that translate, though, to like high school? Well, the interesting thing about high school is it's not like third and fourth and right. fifth, right? So you're taking classes. Right. So this year you might be a freshman. Next year you, you're a sophomore because it's your second year in high school. It's about but credits. If, if you don't have the credits to be considered a sophomore, it's you're totally still a freshman. Totally different. Totally different. Hanging out in here. So now you're getting into: Are we going to offer credit recovery in a different way this year? What's that going to look like? We used to have the A plus. I'm not sure if we still do the A plus program. Was our correspondence? Are you going to allow kids to take a larger course Online, load than you would yeah. normally? Are you going to lower how many credits you have to have to graduate? I don't know what that looks like, but my thing is, instead of arguing about who wiped down what, that those are the things that bother me. Is what are we doing yeah. next school year? Right. What's the end of this school year going to look like? Because parents need to know. Parents want to know. Because as a parent, there's nothing I hate worse than finding some stuff out at school at the last minute. You know, and usually your kid's like, it's pajama day tomorrow. Oh, I can't Uh, stand it. I need to wear red tomorrow. And you're like, it's 8 o'clock, bro. I got to jump in real quick, right? So, so, yeah, it's wacky week at school or whatever. So Mm -hmm. all of that type of stuff's going on. And my wife's out of town, and I'm left with the kids. And... You know, my mom helps me out a lot. So she's like, hey, you know, it's pajama day today. I'm like, dude, is it pajama day? He's like, yeah. Sent him in pajamas and it wasn't pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) He said he got to school. He said he got to school and his homie was like, man, (laughs) why are you in pajamas, bro? 
Needless to say, I ain't listening to nobody no more. You going to school in regular clothes oh, every t- every day? I need to see the newsletter. <laughs> For real. Got where, where is the text message? So, what's the rest of the story? That's the story. Oh, what, wait, but what did everybody there. else have on? It, it, I don't remember what day it was, but it was you know what I mean it was like Spirit Week, so they were okay. It wasn't pajama day. He he just he just missed the spirit. It, it wasn't everybody else was in regular clothes, Man, and he had it could have been any other day besides the day he showed up. <laughs> hey, but isn't there a meme of that little? There's a little boy and. He's sitting in his SpongeBob pajamas because <laughs> his mom sent him to school hey. pajamas, and it wasn't pajama day; it was picture day. And he was like this. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> hey, I, I, I will say this: he did not have on like kid pajamas. He had on like the dry fit okay. outfit. I, dry fit pajamas? Oh yeah. I didn't. I didn't even know they had P- performance pajamas. <laughs> Perform- sleep with the best of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah, sleep that with sleep the best. Wild. <laughs> that sleep wild pajamas. That's, that's, that, that's that Kobe Bryant wake up and work out pajamas. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't even know they had. Because you don't know. You pajamas. didn't know. We don't. I don't. I haven't bought pajamas. You ain't performing, Todd. <laughs> you don't need them pajamas. Maybe those keep you cool at night. Maybe I could totally see. Well, you know what? My shorty uh, at three, he puts them on, but he don't he don't stay the whole night in them because no. he, he says I'm hot, Dad. Yeah. I tell you what, though, performance feels better than cotton. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. that whole that whole bunchy. I just know one thing: don't sweat in the dry fits. Cause that it's gonna stay there for a while, <laughs> for a while. Your dry fit smells like arms. Oh my gosh! It Onions. retains. Ooh. It retains downer everything. Cause uh-huh. I must have. I must have playing softball or something, and I, I was like, man, I'm drumming for what, two what hours. What was that, son? Was drumming. <laughs> and thank God I wasn't drumming, cause I, it really would have been. Sister, uh, Sister Perkins, I can't uh, hug you today. <laughs> you know, like, smelling like Andre that. Drummond. Oh my! Goodness. I'm going straight to the car, Sister Perkins. <laughs> you need pray for. Now, I love it. Now, Tiffany, last time we had you on the podcast, mm-hmm. it was a very, very celebratory week for you. It was very busy. Very so, popping. Yeah, and, I, and you haven't slowed down since then. Nope. But we want to we want to take off the the workload for a little bit. What what okay. what, what you been doing, you know, in your spare time? What you been watching? What you been listening to? What you, what First of all, I have three kids. I know. Okay. And my husband's a mail carrier, right? Six so, days a week. So is he delivering mail late? Because my mailman uh-huh. don't get here till like 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. Yeah, because they're short-staffed sometimes in the stations. And everybody and their mom's ordering Amazon everything else. And they have, you know, a contract with Amazon. Heavy load. So they're, you know, delivering parcels and all these other things. No, he literally has worked six days a week since the pandemic started till eight or nine o'clock at night. Yeah, I get mail on Sunday sometimes. Yeah. So those are the temps that deliver Hmm. that. Parcels. Parcels. Yeah, you can tell, right? I speak the lingo. (laughs) Those are parcels. Shout out to Frank, but Frank ain't my mailman, and the one that I have. They call him Rick Ross on the on the uh, (laughs) on the street on the street. street. (laughs) The the kids run out to Rick Ross. You got some rubber bands. He's like, (laughs) believe it. He's like, yeah, believe it. Don't get him confused with Uh, Mm Ti. 
Too soon. Hold on. What is, what is, didn't he just? Didn't him and Tiny? J- I'm not gonna say it. You Tiny, say it. I, I ain't for sure. I just heard about Ti and Tiny trafficking. What was they doing? Trafficking what? People. People. No. Humans. He's the move from guns know. and drugs I, I to people. I don't know if, if trafficking so much as partaking. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So a little, little this, a little that. Hey, hey. So they feed. The, don't the, quote me, boy. Cause I ain't said shit. You need to be on Instagram. Just check it out. So I, th- I think what we're trying, <laughs> what, what we're hitting, hinting around to is, I think Ti, when he's with Tiny, they become predators. Huh. And they might go out to the club, feed you a little cocktails, and try to pass you around. Pass a bit. you around a bit. Yeah. yeah. She looks like, reptilian. She looks weird. Like 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 you know you remember the show V. Out, for out. Vendetta? No. Which is like the greatest movie ever, I just want to say. You've seen v for, v for Vendetta? V for Vendetta? I've never yes. seen V nah. for Vendetta. V, v, v was a Friday show where these people came into, you know what I'm saying, Earth's atmosphere. And, you know, they were friendly at first, but. That's how it always starts. Well, <laughs> typical. But, but. So they took on human form. <laughs> so when someone would, like, you know, rip their face, they, uh. they would peel and it would be reptile, reptiles up under there. And, I mean, this is this movie. Was didn't that come Fox? Out. This movie didn't come out. No, in there was no Fox. This was like this came on on a Friday after the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, I wasn't like ten yet, or maybe ten. Oh, okay. you know, I was like seven, eight. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, you going way back? Oh so, yeah, man, oh yeah, man, oh yeah. Who, not to don't y'all remember Alienation? That's what I was talking about. That Fox. was good. That's what okay. Remember. That was yeah. bright. This was before that's when that. Bright came out. Will Smith. I'm like, this is Alien Nation, but okay. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Seen this? I know where this is going. Yes. Yeah. Alien Nation. It was nice was... at first too. Mm-hmm. Alien Nation. Uh-huh. The dudes was having the babies, wasn't they? Yeah. Something I didn't like see... that. Stop that. Dude. I didn't see Alien Nation. <laughs> That'd be Ooh. great. I haven't. Y'all seen be stuck had, at they home. They had the watermelon. We'd all be out oh. kicking it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh. No. I. 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 I've come to that. We your boy at home, kids. No. I'm. Ty got are... two babies with little short arms. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how this happened tonight, but I was trying to take a selfie, and everybody noticed my arms. Because you couldn't and get everybody in the picture. You got to. You I couldn't get away further enough. I couldn't. I couldn't. So there wasn't enough. Maybe length. I didn't. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if I have short arms or not. I don't. Maybe I do. I still like you anyway. It's all good. You still fan, but I think in the room you got the the shortest reach. I mean, Cannon obviously Cannon, yeah, got the yeah, go-go he just, I mean, he's he yeah. turned the light off upstairs. He, yeah, he turned, <laughs> he, he's on the board. This hallway, mic at this the hallway or that hallway. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna get y'all together. I'm gonna here. lock the front door and open the back door at the same time. He instead of his legs, he just uses his hands because it's easier that way. <laughs> <laughs> We're, no. we're, we're <laughs> speaking of V, we're in the uh, we're in the uh, month of love, Black History Month. Okay. I just want to let. Wait, what did V have to do with Valentine's it? Day? Okay. That's I'm, always the okay. I was thinking it in my head. I just it was like, whoa! You know, like, we podcast. <laughs> holy crap! Uh, Velveteen. I just uh, I just want to tell warn the fellas about Valentine's Day. Uh oh. Now, go ahead, now, brother. Now, now, now Tiff is here. Oh, yeah. oh, I, yeah. no, no, just go ahead. What, what, what <laughs> are you warning them about? Oh, yeah. 
This mm-hmm. might you might be able to comment on this. I might. I'm I know sure. a few things. Probably. Uh, so what, before we even get to that, are you guys celebrate Valentine's Day? I you know, I feel like that's like the the dating gauntlet that you put people through. Cause now we both get money. So Boom. if I want Boom. to buy some hair, a headband wig like I got on a night, <laughs> get my nails done, like I want to take vacations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it just stuff that I comes with like the longevity. You, yeah, I just feel like you. I feel like I did those things more. They mattered more because this meant like, oh, we we in it. That's We're a, real, that's right? That's like a dating that's holiday. I'm gonna get a, that's a, a bear holiday, at the fair. Right? I'm gonna get. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day, it's birthdays, it's all these things. But Bear at the fair. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Yes. Like, everybody want to go to the state fair yes. with their man. Yeah. Uh, I think, I he think got me women, a bear. Women need yeah. Valentine's Day when they don't get every other day. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I'm going to stop you. I think these things matter more when uh, one of my friends says it the best. Like, when you're not a whole person. There's things that you do because you're you're unfulfilled in some way. So it, this is the way that you find fulfillment. But I feel like the more that you grow, the more you find things that speak to you, and you're okay being in your space, and you you have your thing. Uh-huh. The less those things have to uh-huh. fill the need. I got you. I used to not be a whole person was the problem. So it's chasing a relationship or being in a relationship you shouldn't be into. You know, for longer than you've been in it. It's uh, spending so much time on other things and not enough time on myself. And when I actually started like focusing on myself, focusing, pouring into other people, like I became fulfilled and whole in a way I hadn't been. So Valentine's Day is like, bro, I just want to sit in my bedroom by myself, to be honest with I'm you, not and not have a single kid ask me anything. Right. <laughs> That's Valentine's That's Day. That's love. <laughs> now, I didn't get that great of an answer from a lady before, but I got a answer kind of like that from a lady that was a good answer great answer but but so i took her word for it like oh you know we don't have to do this so Uh, i showed up with nothing nothing at all because we we don't celebrate valentine's day we just talked about this and then nothing was said but that little attitude no there's always the i don't want it but i want it that's it you just got to figure out what when the time is for that. Like, my friends know my birthday is a really big deal. I don't care if my husband gets me anything on my birthday. My friends, though, they decorate my office. They're calling me. They're posting pictures of us together because my birthday is a big deal. I got you. Valentine's Day, I'm kind of like. So you would, would, you, would, you, would you get mad if you didn't get nothing on? No, because, you know, there have been times, even at Christmas, where I'm like, Bro, let's just take care of the kids, and we're getting ready to go to New Orleans. Right. I I mean, I'd rather have an experience than um, I just feel like I'm I can buy my own stuff. Right. Another, right. another bear, some flowers. That's I, just, I, would, I would rather have the experience yeah. of me purchasing what I want throughout the year than having a bad gift. Yeah. Oh, and I, oh, there's and nothing you, worse. Or just, or just another gift that goes in the closet. You. I don't want any of this. Right. You're spending money on things that you think that you need to buy because you need to show up with something that I didn't ask for. Yes. I No, I understand this. I've got my wine club memberships. I go on vacations. And and I just, and he's always like, okay. I'm like, hey, all right. I'll see you later. Well, that, <clears throat> that's great. But I, I didn't get it like that. It was 
that secret attitude. And then I had to ask about it. Like, well, you were also men are very literal creatures. Very. I mean, <clears throat> so I think sometimes hoping that somebody reads between the lines is always the wrong way to go. Just make it plain. I thought it was plain. And sometimes I think that women don't want to have to say, I want you to do this, this, and this, because then it takes the fun out of it. I got you. I hear that. I got you. I got you on that. Like, I'm a planner, and I love doing stuff for other people. I've never had, like, a surprise birthday party thrown for me or anything like that. And even I had a baby shower that one of my girlfriends threw for me, and and it was hard for me not to be like, who y'all inviting? (laughs) What color is the cake going to be? Okay, well, where's the venue? You know, because I like that, but... Right. Well, I... I, I, It depends. The fellas need to know one thing, though. When you get that gift for the the ladies, booty is not a gift. (laughs) Because that's what they they try to give you, booty. For for it... Well, I didn't get you... And they try to barter that for everything. I want to give. I want to give you booty. It's like that's. Not, I got this nice little outfit for you. That's that's, that's on that a, booty I've had already. That, that's not enough. That is hey, not a gift. Now if you bring in Miss New Booty, I mean, you know, that's a song, y'all. That's a song. Don't, don't get, like don't get excited. No, it sounds like that's most deaf. That's most deaf. Ti. That's most deaf. Yeah. Well, Black Dante. That's not a gift. I think that's the easy go-to. You know? yeah, but, but we accept it. Oh, you yes, you do. And that's not a gift. Because you don't have any good sense. You, 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 <laughs> nah. And I had an epiphany. You're simple. Barely, you're nah. barely even civilized. You're simple. I had an epiphany Just like... Just simple. Hold out well, for the gift. Wait that's a what minute. you should have done. Hold I'm, out for a real gift. I'm spending money... Trying to be uh, creative. You get you get birthday skin fluid action. You know action. what I'm saying? And your creativity and your money ain't long enough. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so here you are, dumbfounded at Walgreens. Making what foolish. That, that bear. That bear and that big car. You've only got 45 more minutes. Exactly. Well, only 45 more minutes. Because, so, so look, look, wait. And this is, so I tried to be good one year and tried to, you know what, I'm going to start early. Oh. It was the worst possible thing I could do. You know why? He christmas did. Why, yeah. He said, I'm going to start early at this, where yo. Am I, where am I going to hide these flowers? Now they got to sit in the car. Oh. They're dying. You already know they don't last. Weak old flowers. They don't last. You also got to know the right flowers to pick, but that's a that's a whole thing. <sighs> well, we we definitely don't know that. So no, were they roses? Gotta, when you get roses, yeah. So you still work. Don't of course they not. I mean, <laughs> no, because roses are more expensive on Valentine's. That's week true. Than that's they true. are any, any other week. You're right about that. So you I got was them the day to be, after last year. I was trying to be tight. Then it was like <laughs> rose them. They're they're hiding in the dark. Let me run to the cemetery real quick. See what's hot. <laughs> so you don't think you got your money's worth? I never. <laughs> I never got my money's worth. You just I had felt to go that. I just had to. I just got to the epiphany this year. Booty is not a gift. Well, no, it's not a gift. No. But it's always offered up. So fellas, <laughs> but, listen. But you will take it. But what, hey, wait, here's my other question. But. I kind of feel like that's also because women have a hard time understanding what is it that you would like? A Best Buy card. Okay. Or uh, this is, this is, like it's no, not. No, Todd. Hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> we made a promise to ourselves a couple shows ago, to be honest. About, oh, about what? Everything. What you want? <laughs> well, me, honestly. So I'm going to answer her question. Go ahead. The answer is I want to be able to not give a gift and open that booty up <laughs> as a gift. That's what. How do we manufacture that? Well, because that's what it comes you down. You said it. Happy I, Valentine's. You Day. found that in my soul. I, now, now this means oh this God. isn't going to be, and I didn't mean to take this all there. With well. this is normal show without a guest, and it's specifically a woman. And Sister Tiff, you just happen to be. Here. I, I appreciate it, brother. But, I mean, like, Glad I could help. <laughs> So, with that being said, what do you do? What do you mean, what do I do? What does one do if that's what they request? Gifts for booty. Do you perform on a different level? (laughs) I I, I guess I'm... I'm, So, let me ask this, right? I'm ordering this. Am I going to behave normally or am I going to take this to another level? When you buy this, or you're, you're talking about me buying. I'm not talking about you at all. I'm just talking about a person that is in this scenario. You can put yourself in that scenario. So if I put my this. if I put myself in that scenario, I get a gift. I, I'm, I guess I'm not. So I'm gonna be honest and be just straightforward, like she said. Uh-huh. I don't want to buy no Valentine's Day gift, but sure. I'm expecting something from my partner. With that being said, am I going to perform any better than I normally do? Am I going to try that? Or am I just going to accept this gift as me getting a gift and me not paying for a gift? <laughs> no. So are are you, is one going to take themselves to the next level? No. Oh, that's I mean, the wrong answer. What is, what is, cancel. And then that's part of the point because we don't understand and you we don't cancel. take it to the next level. And that's why you don't get free booty as a gift. So I got to have something else with it. So you're saying the, we, we, the, the, if, it was answered right there. What, the what he is basically talking about is matching energies. Boom. You going to match some energy? Well, I, of course that? I would. Do, or create some energy. Of course I would. Because and, and we say, of course, we would. But are we? That would probably, I, I mean, that would be the best thing that could happen, here's, I guess. Here's the thing. I want to interject. I've been kind of quiet over here. <laughs> but, but. Just, We're all like. But I've all been listening. Mean, I've been listening, though. So I think my little add to this is without the gift and getting the booty and it still being Valentine's Day, I don't need to go spend a whole lot of money on you. I need to spend time with you. I need to sit with you and find something for me and you to do and create an evening that leads to the performance and the energy matching. Because if I'm matching energy, you have to give it to me. But I can't have you expect you to match energy with me if I'm not giving it to you. So even if I got to set it off and a lot of times that sets it off, period, because you're the alpha, you're the man, you're the male. Your woman is supposed to lay with you. You know what I'm saying? And then she performs to you. You know what I'm saying? If you coming in with that old dusty shit, 
What you want? What you expecting? She 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 wants some chocolate and go to bed on your ass because she don't eat it anyway. That boy ain't light skin for nothing. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. And you know what, cuz? I'll be sure to tell you why. <laughs> no, hey, you hey. know, I think that that is part of the bigger picture is that as women... We're running households where, you know, my husband doesn't worry about who got enrolled for school. And if mm. they get out tomorrow, one thirty, I, I know that earlier this week. <laughs> right. So doctor's like, appointments. it's all in my mind. I'm wrangling like five people's schedules and who's doing what on top of running an organization on top of all mm. the other things I got going on. Right. So the last thing I want to do is be like, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Oh, uh, whatever you want to do. Oh, so I, I got to plan something else. You know that's how it is. <laughs> got it. You're the planner. And then I'm like this. Mm. I'll see you tomorrow, bro. Good night. No now, you know what I mean? Because right. no uh, it's called the second shift for women. When you come home from working and then huh. you're putting the, the dishes away or you're asking the kids, let me see your, your binder, make sure you got everything done. And then the dad or whoever comes home and they're like, hey, kids. And they go straight to the couch or get something to eat. So I think sometimes, too, women feel like, hey, the reason why you you can do those things at home and kind of check out when you need to is because I've covered all the bases. So when it comes to something like Valentine's Day, women do tend to want to see a little bit more planning effort because it's like the one thing you've had to worry about globally that year. I got you, but you know what I'm saying. So no, there's get, nothing no, I, I hate worse than like somebody trying to do something for me, and then I have to also help you do it with yeah. that. Well, then it, I'll, we cool, and I'll just I'll chill it on. I don't want to do that. That's <laughs> work. That's hey, more work. You don't want nothing to be cool. No, Cause, that's cause, I'm like, cause cool is not good. But you know what I'm saying? It's I just do. I, to, I told it's you a what lot you're of saying. work, and I think as we get older, and again, we all have kids. There's just an energy that. A life force that sucked out of you from right. doing all of that expectancy. Hey, with that being with that being said, mm -hmm. if I use every creative juice, <laughs> no and, and and you don't want to use all your juice for that money. <laughs> okay, okay. It's not going to be good enough. <laughs> no, no matter not. what, it's not. It's. But, oh, but then, then you, you have give an it expectancy. Go. It could be Disney, but it's not Disney Plus. No, it's not Disney Plus. Disney Plus is fire. See, <laughs> see. <laughs> Disney Plus is that deal. See, I heard Cinderella's about to come out. Oh, with 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 Whitney and Brandy. Oh, oh yeah. With Whitney and Brandy. Yeah, don't you remember Cinderella? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh you don't, don't remember that? I don't Never remember. Never saw that one? It was kind of like, you know how they do these live action oh, like redos a, of uh, Hairspray and whatever lately? Yeah. Well, so this was Cinderella back in like the back 90s. In the yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Great. Hairspray. That's, that's about to be on uh, Disney. Brandy's uh, Disney career was still finally popping. starting to do something. For hey. a while, I was about to turn it off. Now, when Black as King came out. You like that? Oh, I loved it. I was scared of it. You know why I loved it? Because you don't ever see black boys and men celebrated like that. I didn't get to that magnitude. And nobody does it better than Beyonce. The, so I, so you watched the whole thing? I didn't the get whole thing from start to finish. I cried the whole time. Really? Oh, I mean, it just was overwhelming for me. Right. Uh, the visuals of it were overwhelming to watch, you know, the little black boy. And he's kind of hovered over the earth as if 
we are magical beings that have come down to earth to bless your life with the richness of our culture. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was very deep on a lot of levels for me watching that. Cause I have a son mm -hmm. and I feel like, mm. uh, Beyonce is Beyonce, but I felt like she took a back seat and you saw culture, uh, expressed in a way. I just, I, it, it was so moving to me, the music, uh, using actual, Folks from Africa and their, you know, authentic culture. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. It just was really beautiful to watch. And I feel like watching her and watching the little boy and her kind of being in the background as he's experiencing life and the pitfalls of getting off your path and then finally understanding who you are so you can become great. Like these things aren't out there. I'm telling but I'm saying like you could show that to a little black boy and, and have him be like. Like we're so a big deal. You're a big deal, and there's, that's what I felt not like much that was motivation for young black people outside of sports and entertainment. But boys, right. especially right. though, right. I feel like there's a lot of stuff for women and girls like to a certain what? degree. Like, like what? I just feel like because I'm asking because I don't know. I don't well, know. what did you, women what did you just are, say? Women are nurturers by yeah. instinct. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, we find we find love and camaraderie with each other. So there's all these little offshoots of things for women and girls to do. You could be a nurse. To get that. You could be a teacher. Because that's who we're built to be. Boys is sports. But for boys to find love Rap, and pride and, and celebration, I just yeah. don't feel like happens. I think that's a black. It's not in philosophy. I think that's a black. It's not an education. Go anyway, yeah. We're not. We don't wave flags for little boys who <laughs> get A's and B's. We no, don't. We, we don't. don't. It's not even. We're not even really taught to show our emotions too mm -mm. much. It, it just, I like the we fact gotta be you, strong. I like the fact you said you cried the whole time. The whole time because I was so overwhelmed. The thing that I like about that is the older I get, the more things make me cry. Yeah, and I don't think we should run from our tears because when things affect you to that point, it's that powerful. And I think for someone to see that or for you to even recognize that is is a huge deal. And I'm a theater kid, you know what I'm saying. So when yeah. I'm looking at something, I'm not just like passively watching mm -hmm. a show. I'm I'm looking at everything, the visuals. I'm listening to what she's singing and what she's saying, and also the 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 whole premise of Black and King was to what Black is King was to align with the Lion King. I didn't know that. So you, <clears throat> throughout the movie, you'll hear Simba talking about like quoting things out of the Lion King that we've all seen yep. that align with Black is King because Simba and and Lion King was all about his journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? I didn't know that. Yeah. And and sometimes it's your own people to set you up. Most which you also most. saw in Black is King. So when you go into it with that knowledge of understanding like it's kind of abstract, mm -hmm. but it was um I just thought it was beautiful because I have a son. And I would hope that he would see like I'm great. You can't block anything for me. You can't block my greatness. Right. Like we will always exist and we will always be great. That's that's what I took from it. And I made my kids watch it. And he has yeah. to know that. Yeah, but know you have that, to speak that, that to him really young. Speak it yeah. to him. Yeah. And then he you has know. to see it and then he can walk with it. Walk in his light. And I watch a lot of sci-fi, but I'm like, we're magical beings. I mean, just. Absolutely. You in the right place. You know, I just, it's yeah. there's so much complexity to us. So, mm -hmm. uh, I you know, we try to talk about that in the house. That, I love for my son to know, like, you're special, boy. Yeah, no, <laughs> for real. Yeah. I think that's important. So. We see it, too. We see it. Yeah, you know? he's special. Yeah, I just want to celebrate that. Like, that's, you know, I see guys walking past the club at Boys and Girls Club or just down the street, and I'm always like, hey, brother, how you doing? 
I love you, black man. I don't know you, but I just want to yeah. let you know, like, we're yeah. out here rooting for you. Right, right. Yeah. We need that. Because you just need, why not? Yeah. You don't know. I don't fear you never folks know. that look like me out in public. You know what I'm saying? Exactly so. right. Anyway, I know this is. And you should speak those affirmations in the A people. far left thing from the Valentine's no, no, booty no, conversation. No, because no, it was love. <laughs> it was all love. That's where it starts and ends. Mm-hmm. Black History yeah. Month. So it's a, it's the same. It, it, it all, it all, all, all rolls in together. The levels. Yes. February. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I like Black History Month. I, I, just, you, I, just, I just love it. I just love it. You got a good Black History fact for us? I got one. Go ahead, because I don't. All right. <laughs> well, you know, I always got one. He, it kind of involves history. you. Uh-huh. I was on Zoom earlier this week, and uh, I was helping a student, which will remain nameless. But the person that was working with him, they were at the club. No, oh, okay. So this involves you. Okay. And the gentleman was helping him. And I didn't pay any attention to the guy. He was helping the kid. Later, I get a message. And it's like, cuz, was that you on the Zoom? It was my cousin, Kobe. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah. so check this out. Uh, Kobe's great, great, great grandmother is Meemaw, who used to babysit you right. and Right. Okay? So, yes. Uh, so then watch this. Kobe's great grandfather, his name is Harry H. Marshall. Okay. He was, uh, he was the first... U.S. Marshal in, uh, I want to say, the Illinois Central Central Illinois Department. Um, he was brought in by Jimmy Carter. But Jackson Street, which is the same Jackson Street that Abe Lincoln lived on, um, was renamed Harry H. Marshall Way in 2016 for the year after uh, Grandpa. Okay. So there's, there's a little uh, Springfield Black yeah. history right there, a little connection going on. Me, mom. Oh, me, mom. Yeah, that was good times. Yeah, <clears throat> me, mom. Uh, she used to crack me up. She, oh. she was a great lady. Mm-hmm. She used to watch us after school. It was good Mary times. Stewart. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, black, uh, Black History Month. Uh, it always kind of it gets looked over though a lot. I mean, I guess it always has, but. I think that's because we feel like there's a retelling of the same story here every year. I was right? just here to say right. because there's no progression in the. It's the always learning. Martin it's Luther King and Rosa Parks. All of that is black. But and the white. older you get, you even look at the Martin Luther King tributes. Like, but so are we gonna ever acknowledge like the adversity he faced by the same people who now are like, oh Martin Luther King. You know, like we don't we don't ever really look at the progression of things, right? <clears throat> It's always just like the end result. Tell the same story. Yeah. You know? Um, it's the same pictures of black and white. It wasn't black and white in the 60s. But when you look at that picture, it makes you feel like it's <clears throat> the 40s. Right, right. And it's like this. Think about it. Ruby Bridges is what? 66. Uh, Have you said. ever seen a color picture of Martin Luther King? Not until Facebook. Not until me. Ain't that Not crazy? I saw one with him with gold teeth on the Instagram. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I don't even know if these pictures are real. So They're not. That's the question, too. <laughs> it's Atlanta, baby. Sometimes it's funny, but is that wrong? And does that take away from the black excellence of you know black why history it's not when wrong? those memes pop up? You know why it's not wrong? Because that's young people trying to make something relevant to themselves. Mm-hmm. That's, you know... That's where I look at like at least it's being spoken. I get that they are trying to make it relevant, make it pre- make it make current. It theirs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I I chuckled when I saw the picture. Right. Yeah. I mean, we got Abe, oh, got we got Abe Lincoln with glasses on, yeah. right? But right. that's because 
is 2020. Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So I think that people do what they do to make things feel closer. Because I know I done came up with some ghetto <coughs> Bible stories before. <laughs> just, to, just, to, just so I can internalize it. You know, like... But honestly... There's a lot you could break down out the Bible and be like, "Whoa!" So Cain and Abel was 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 fighting we, over a sack, <laughs> fighting over a stack. What was you know? I'm just like, look, 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 look. The, story, the only one. The story of like uh, uh, when Jesus was born. You know, uh, what, uh, Joseph. He had to be. He had to had that angel come and tell him that. Jesus was brought here by God because he was finna leave her. And she was, yeah. and she was finna get stoned. Yeah, yeah this is a whole all different time. Joe was about all to go. That. So all of that. You, as soon as you walk in here, you got a baby in you? From oh. who? From who? Well, an angel. Oh, see, that's, that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. See, now you want to get stoned. Mm-hmm. You you want to get stoned. Yeah, you have to think about things in, in a context of like, so what would that have, what would that ex- experience have looked like? That angel now. had to come because he, God was like, man, he finna really, he gonna take her out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> send the angel for her. Hey, you better send that text message. I'm just like, he gotta that try had again. To happen because you, me, today that's are a problem. Are we going to believe an angel or a God put this baby? Never, mm-hmm. no Ever. way, Jose. Today mm-hmm. to be an alien. So the angel had to come. I got pregnant by an alien. I uh, I grew up in church, you know, went to private school, was a Baptist academy, and I rem- I used to take everything so literal, you know, like, oh, man, if I do this, this is going to happen, burn in hell, yeah. you know, and I struggled with that as I got older because I'm, not, I'm trying to figure out how I can live my authentic self and still have some type <laughs> of spiritualness, right? Yeah. Yep. And I often always bring up Solomon because he was the most conflicted man in the Bible, but the most blessed. And and what I took from that over the years of really thinking of that story, and you know, they always talk about the concubines and you had all these women and it was, is that you can be authentic and still be spiritual and still be blessed though. Like you, it doesn't have to be this tight rope that you're walking of, uh, I don't believe that God is a, um, uh, you know, this and that. Uh, things Black are not that reactionary. Right. It's all an interpretation right. in someone else's opinion you live by anyway. Right. So, it's just you know, who's I you just. De- who's you decide to? I think that you own. can be blessed and real. Yeah. No, you definitely can. But yeah. I don't feel like you learn that when you're younger. You know, it's like, no. hey, you don't. You can't that. do. You don't because your mind can't process but it. it well, like and some that. people don't break it down like that. Mm-mm. Like, uh, shoot, I know. People that don't break it down like that right now. And it'd be like. I have to break it down like that for myself so that I can sleep well and have my heart be at ease, right? Because I need it to make sense. Right. Because you you mess around, go to sleep, like. Yeah, create anxiety within yourself. Yeah. It's over. Rapture's going to happen. I'm going to be sitting at my desk looking around and I'm going to be the only one left. You know, like I used to think about stuff like that when I was a kid. I could, no, I'd wake real. up and wouldn't nobody be in the Everybody's house, and I'm gone. like, <gasps> is, it, "Is it today? Yeah, it is it happened. today? It happened." You look outside, I'm left behind, down the street, talking on the on the on the cell phone. I'm left behind. I'm still here. So yeah, you know, that's real. Though. Make it make sense. You took that late nap. You know, some of them just they don't really. They just tell you the black and white. You're going to go to hell if you don't. 
do this and that. Well, mm-hmm. that's because they read in black and white. I need more than that. How do I get to not go to hell? Because yeah. they see that hell in you. He's like unavoidable. I think any information you receive, you gotta you gotta digest it and make it make sense for you. Because everything is I mean, it's like if 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 the store has pasta, that don't mean I gotta put red sauce on it and cook it with hamburger. I cook it how I wanna cook it at the crib and how it works for me. Right. You know, or I make my own pasta. So I mean, religion I think is real funny like that. Because at a certain point in time, it's used to control. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's certain parts it's in there. information. Like, and it, information yes. without interpretation, to me, is a bit controlling. It right. Is. You know, what, whatever it is. Yeah. If you have information, and I'm only telling you what I think you need to know, um, then you, you're only giving me a certain... A controlled base. ...place I can function. I didn't know this was an option. Yeah, repentance. Options are great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> repentance? <laughs> For sure. sure. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of Black options. Black History Month. <laughs> Black History Month. <laughs> I got, there's some movies, like, if y'all ain't seen, like, there's some, like, uh, have you guys seen uh, Watchmen? Yeah. The movie? No, the not, the, not the movie, the series. Okay, because I was going to say, we're talking about the two different so the whole things. different thing. They the two are different two, things. But they, are, they coincide, like. Right. Have you yeah, seen? but have you seen the movie? I, yes. Of course. Okay, I was of gonna course. say. That. I'm All a right. nerd. I'm a nerd. So okay. I'm just making sure on Yeah, yeah. But I seen, I seen the, uh, I seen the show too, and it was like, their Manhattan was a little different. It was. Oh my, yeah. So like, if you guys are looking for some shows to watch during Black History Month, Watchmen is actually one that would fit in that. It's actually got some history to it. It Man. does. Like, have hey, you seen the snuck uh, series? On in there. Yeah. I, I, so I protect my black energy. Okay. Right. Um, I I can't engage in certain stuff anymore. After watching Philando Castile die on on camera, Mm -hmm. Philando Castile, when he was murdered on camera on on Facebook Live. The cafeteria worker who was with his girlfriend with the baby in the back. That broke something inside me. Really? And I cannot, I, I can't watch stuff like that anymore. Happened in front of a child. I can't watch, um, you know, like when they see us or whatever. Oh, yeah, nope. Yeah, yeah. There's certain things There's where points. some people can can engage, and I I can no longer um, expend my black energy on certain things. I don't need any more examples. I don't want to see it because it it sits different with me. Right. Yeah. And I work in an industry where I have to speak hope and life into people, so I need my spirit to be a little light. Yeah, I feel you on that. It's dark, but I but I would say that I think that that's what kind of bothers me when we're talking about Black History Month or <clears throat> anything that's going on that's affecting the culture. I still don't feel like there's a respect among Black folks to be like, do what works for you in your Black space. Right. Everybody wants you to march, or everybody wants you to protest, or everybody like. I just feel like there's not levels of acceptance of maybe you don't need to march because you're teaching. Right. Hmm. or you are working and you're the only one in your industry and you need to protect that energy so that you can be in a good headspace to go to work every day. Like I think that we should celebrate more levels of what it means to be active and engaged. For sure. You know what I mean? So when I, when it comes to movies and stuff, 
So you I used to be seen, able to sit. Mm-mm. Have you seen Mercy Me? Mm-mm. Who's in that? Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. That's relatively new, right? Relative, yeah. This is the one about the attorney, year. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that. Seen him in Black Panther, though. Mm. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Now that (laughs) I can watch. It's vibranium. Oh, Killmonger. (sighs) I'm happy him and Lori Harvey are together. I just want to say that's she's she's the greatest of all time. Are you serious? Yeah, that's not a joke. (laughs) I'm happy they're together. Who's who's listen? Lori Harvey. Because you know what, Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. She was a future. She's right. with everybody. But you know what? I respect her. I respect it too. Who's the last one? Where to go? I respect it. Who's the last one? Wasn't Puffy or her son? It was Puffy though that I heard. Yeah, Puffy. Puffy and his son. Future was. Yeah, Puffy. Future was the last one I thought. But it was Puff. But what I heard of was the Puff was Puff's son was daughtering or daughtering was dating her, and then Puff started dating her. Hey, why not? It's Hollywood, baby. Why not? I, I I don't know anything about it. If you can't keep the Combses about your daughter, <laughs> here for it. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't. Side note. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I just respect that she's doing what guys do all the time, and and well, no one has you know it. You know what? The the funny thing is, dudes is the same thing when they do it, and then it's just like mm-hmm. don't don't do things. I mean, if somebody's being grimy, you could be grimy too. It's, it's just, accepted. It's accepted about. She makes it great. Trey songs. Oh, nah. Uh, Where's one of y'all? Speaking of Trey songs, <laughs> so no, na- I'm not going there with driver. you. Is he gonna be at the? Is that Bubba Wallace? He got. He looked like no, he got no, no. Locks. He's. He look, That's what I'm saying. He kind of looked like Fernando Tatis Jr. Is he Jordan? Jordan. <laughs> Jordan Crawford? Cream the crop. It did look like Jordan. Yeah. Shout, out Shout out to Jordan Crawford. What up, boy? <laughs> he called me Frederick Douglass one day. It's only black. It's only, it's only <laughs> light-skinned black payback. <laughs> it's only light-skinned black payback, yeah, Shout out to Frederick Douglass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Frederick Douglass. You know, I had the, I, I had the locks going. I could... I could I could brush waves into all of it. And it was brushed back one day. He see me. He's like, man, you look like light skin Frederick. I said he's mixed. What you talking about, light skin Frederick? <laughs> <laughs> we all karma, okay. bro. I still and, and, and speaking of Frederick Douglass, John John Legend played Frederick oh. Douglass, and that was all cap. That was cap. And, and, and you know what? I just needed to say that again. I thought that was on one of the, the list of movies you was going to see. Never. Uh, let John me ask you: Legend Is it Frederick. worse than Flex playing Michael Jackson in the? Oh, that, that, that was, was bad. bad. Hey, no <laughs> pun intended. That I'm was just bad. <laughs> but that was that was that about was to say Flex playing hey, hey. Michael Jackson. It might as well have been on Lifetime. Stop it! I got a picture. Hey, but John's was legendary. Oh, John! Oh, cap! All cap! Man, when I seen him, Flex playing Michael Jackson. <laughs> that's Sorry. terrible. That is terrible. Here you go, bro. That is real. T- that's just terrible. Hey, hey, it with Sammy Sosa makeup on. I know, uh, a whole terrible. series. A whole series. And they let him. What they channel was hi- this They on? hired him to do such. Look, Cap. Look at that. John Legend. No. Stop it. <laughs> what hey, channel was that our- on? He looked like he wanted to be like, Cookie Mine. 
<laughs> That's how it starts. Oh, here you go. That so, even better. so speaking of, since we're talking Jay. about this, do y'all see that the uh, Salt and Pepper getting a Lifetime show? Yeah, because they've been talking about how Spinderella wasn't part of the group. I'm like, you know, it's gonna be messy. Man. Well, but did anybody ranch, watch the Wendy Williams one? This long. They, they've been terrible on that show. No, 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 no. Like the Wendy Williams biopic or Isn't whatever. That on that same network? Yeah. Has that? Did you see it though? Yeah. Because they were talking about her and Method Man. They said Meth like, hit right. What? You know, Back in the day, Meth did. Wendy. He's from Charlotte. Hey, but you know what? You're thinking <laughs> Wendy now. Well, no, but somebody was, posted that like you think, so these two individuals you, have nothing to do with each other. Like like Wendy now look like Meth I now mean, when he working out. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't. Man, it took history. It took me to like I had to learn some stuff about Wendy because I I thought it was a man. My bad, Wendy. I thought you was a man. The whole uh, rip for real though, because I I don't Randy I Williams. I didn't know any. I didn't know anything about Wendy Williams. Early Wendy Williams. Wait, radio, she's a radio some, personality. I had to see some old. She's tapes. had a lot of work done. I don't know if it's complimented her much. You know, I, is the I, is yeah, the thing. Like yeah. I, that's the game. That little Kim ish. And yeah, yeah I, I think once you start Perfect. getting work done, though, it starts. You start. Well, what is what like is the work? Player. The work is repair. Like a created player. Like a created player. Oh an avatar. There, there's a lady here that uh, uh, does it. Uh, I th- she does the surgery, and then she had the billboard up. I was like, "Who would go like do it. that?" Yeah, she did it to herself. You're bodying yourself. Because <laughs> I just never. For sure. But think about it. It's, I don't get it. It's it's a situation that's meant to repair something. So if you messing it up, you got to keep on repairing. Yeah. You can't. Keep, you're gonna keep cutting till you run out of material. No. And all the shit gonna be on the floor. And you can't and that's put gonna it back. be you. No, nah, you can't put it back. So yeah. you just keep trying to put those Legos. You keep trying hey. to. Hey, you're doing them, them little Legos don't fit into big Lego pieces. And you know what? You just got Legos everywhere. They don't uh-uh. fit to nothing. Uh-uh. You know, I'm the mean one on the podcast. I still ain't seen a picture yet worth showing of a young Wendy Williams straight up. <laughs> but you know, I feel Did like when Google she had the radio Wendy? show back in the day, I felt like all. she yeah. had less work and looked a little more well, I did say and I less will pop. Leave that right there. I, I, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's that's exactly yes. I yes. have there's proof in my in my own mind that that's how I knew Wendy was actually a woman because I did see like an old radio show of her mm-hmm. talking. Yeah, and she looked like a woman. I was like, oh, okay. Did look, you, she looks softer? Softer is the best way like to put soft. it. Like soft. Let me exactly ask you right. this: more feminine, softer. Yeah, I yeah. get. It. Let me ask you it. this: no humor on it. Did you really think that that was a man? No lie, like I thought, RuPaul. I did for real because she was she's big. She can palm a Bigger, basketball. She looks like she can palm a basketball in your face for sure. She could dunk a basketball she on you. Two hand windmill for sure. Right now, Grandmama. Like right now, she can post me up. Yes. Would that really be that hard? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I said I wasn't going to shoot this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I'm just and saying, coming back to the original ladies subject and gentlemen, hand, like I am looking around the room right now in disbelief. I can't believe you. It's been two weeks in a row that the guests have been at you. I'd feel some type of way if I was you. Sealed to the basket. I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm looking at E. Candy. Disbelief. Hold on. <laughs> and when when she said that, you know what I thought? ISO. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 
me the ball, waved him away, got the ball. Terror and, and backing me down. <laughs> and one. <laughs> you know, wasted a foul. Wasted a foul. Gave this boy a breather. So maybe I got it. Maybe I got to go get. Uh, Mm-mm. Don't don't mess with it. So if I, hold on. Cosmetic, <laughs> get some cosmetic links. It's arms. all right. I'm just don't put an extra with elbow it. joint in my shit. Baby. Do, do, you going Doslam? Oh. Oh. That's funny. Because you're silly. Dazim. In disbelief. That's funny. Oh, that's too funny. Mm. I, I'm in utter shock. Utter shock. Utter disbelief. Put calf muscles in my forearms. Going to look like Popeye. Oh, oh man, yeah, man. Well, you know, I've been like this has been my whole life. So (laughs) there's nothing I can do about any of this. Understood. Except for just take it. Hey Jay, you know what? Take it and grow. You stop it, because that sounded like one of those jokes. It sounded like a joke. It sounded like a joke to me. I hear you. But you, that's rough. But you know what though? I, I'm not. I don't have man. the. I don't have that. Uh, the little. The little guy syndrome. Napoleon. No, not some, at all. I've seen some guys. I, <laughs> you play big. Uh, for sure. I never thought I. You know what I'm saying? I never thought like that. Like if I go to the. If I go like on a date or something. I'm not the one that. I'm not, I don't tell the girls to not wear heels. You know, like, like that's not me. Wear, wear the heels. So I can climb up you like a totem pole, give you a hug or something. I I respect that. But I've seen people that be like, hey, don't wear no heels. Hey, listeners, these February podcasts (laughs) hitting different, ain't they? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen that. Don't wear the heels. I've I've heard that before. Wear the Air Force One. So you're not insecure? No, I'm not. Okay. No. Let me ask you this question. I love how you say things in the face is like, so you're not into <laughs> Okay. <laughs> There's no expression. <laughs> it's just a straight up like, okay. Yeah. Check it in. I'm always like, I'm whoa. Used to, well, I'm used to it now. When you, when you, if you first meet I would hate for you to be my dad because that would be the worst. Oh, like, that's so, funny that you so, say that. Uh, my son. So you went to school every day and got the same grade as somebody hang show up one time. Hey, well, you that's know, what my dad used to hit me with that. Like, well, you, know you got the same grade as somebody that wasn't at class and you were there every day. And I'd be like this. Damn, well, when you put it like that. That's a way to put it. A lot it. of waste of time, ain't it? Well, shit, right. if you send me in pajamas. <laughs> I was listening to my mama. As you should. Well, oh, no. Goodness. I'm a grown man now, so I shouldn't have been listening to it, and I should have said, stood on my moral. You can't trust like, grandparents. Let's well, also can't. be very clear about well, that. You, you can't, cannot, you can't once trust they have grandparents. grandparents. Nope, not at all. You got to Because their allegiance them. isn't with you any longer. Nope. It's with them. Don't do them babies like that. Just let them wear the pajamas. They can do whatever they want to over here. You can't tell me what to do. Exactly, and, 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 and these kids don't live with them. They don't live with them, so yeah. They don't act like oh, that yeah. over here because they don't live over here. Oh, hey, yeah, mom, exactly. hey, mom, that's them you talking. Drop them off. Hey, mom, that's them talking. <laughs> well, well, I let them eat. I let them eat sugar in the morning. It's not so bad. What? That's them cinnamon. That ain't me. What? <laughs> Giving them the big Twix. Stop! Oh, it. look what I got. What? Yeah, I'm hiding it. It's seven o'clock at night. Hey, Don't we matter. didn't get the big Twix when it was thirty five cent. 
I'm hiding gifts. Boy, you ain't gonna eat all that Twix. Put, put half that of, Twix up. It's two of them. I, we ain't get Twix. Hey, 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 put the left Twix up. Oh. <laughs> it was, everything was half. Oh, yeah. You you don't eat all of it. And then the heat, the sun can go in there and eat all the lunch meat. All of it. Somebody's angry. I'm just, I, but I see it. I'll be like, dang. <laughs> that hurt. That hurt. He said, he said my name's Todd, too. All the lunch meat. He's me. My name's Todd, too. Yeah, he's me. He go in there. Hey. <laughs> Put the it. sandwich all together all bogus. I'll be like, you wouldn't sl- power bomb me for a tr- for making it myself. I better be the one there. This, this happens too. As time goes on, no matter, I ain't going to say no matter. As time goes on, you get a little lax in all that correcting too. Wait, like, like as the parent? And that's how that happens as the grandparent, where you're like, man, I ain't doing all that because you, you know, you didn't need to do all. You that. gotta be on top of it. Uh well, I beg to differ. Some, you know, what I'm saying. Yep. He need a whooping, right, right here, right now. And and then you gonna just. But I think the older they get, the less reactionary they are. That's what I'm my saying. My dad worked the Department of Corrections. Okay, so <laughs> all roads lead to prison. I done been with inmates all day. <laughs> And here's the I top said, corrector. put the toy down. <laughs> right. Right? Like, all roads lead to prison. No, and I tell people that all the time. You, didn't, you don't eat your vegetables. There's people in prison that did not eat their vegetables. <laughs> she said that with a straight face. No, like, my dad was straight up. Like, he, my, back in the day, you know, they, they would have, like, uh, shadow boxes and stuff made of shanks and things that they'd find going through shakedowns and, and whatnot, and they'd hang them up in their offices and things. No, my dad was straight up like that. So, uh, so you just not you you did the homework and didn't turn it in. <laughs> Why? And I'm like, I don't know. The <laughs> <laughs> silly ass answer. You know, there's people, and, and then this is the follow up for him. So there's people in prison don't know. This <laughs> And I'm always like, examples. Hey, you know what? That though? place is full of a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, man, Dad, okay. Hey, I, that. That same bullshit answer that don't ride right now won't ride there. No. It, I don't know, that Yana. the bar. It, well, I'm going to tell you what it, I know. It won't ride That's the there. bar. I'm in third grade like, God, I don't want to go to jail. Oh, no. You know terrifying. what I'm saying? Cause terrifying. All, Ain't nothing like a healthy fear of that. Everything leads to that. So now I'm saying that to say my dad's retired. You know, he's like, oh, they let him stay up till midnight. I'm like. So he's, on, so he's on sending your kids to prison? No, you're right. Right, like these things weren't okay Let that before. Shit ride, you know, he looked like he could do it by ten. This is what we doing? Oh no, you know, I just did that because seven's my point. He's like, but look, look how you turned out. You and I'm do, like, back to back. Thanks, you do Dad. get, you do get softer as a when you start getting older. It's you it's hardening softer. on you, man. Look at look at parents with a lot of kids. It's I mean, unless you. Oh, have I a, could tell you that facts. I got three, and I, my oldest is always like, well, why you? Why do you, why you let Goosey smack me? I'm like, well, hey, <laughs> go put you guard yourself. Girl. Yeah, you're bigger than he is. Guard yeah, guard yourself. Yeah. And you know, you, you it, it just is what it is. It I just look at him like, well, how old is your oldest? Nine. Okay, so you ain't and even hit the no, heat yet. No, I mean, my baby boy's too. Ooh. Oh. An I, apple in my eye. I got an 18 yeah. year old. All he has to do is look at me. And I'm like. <laughs> he's the baby and he's the boy. And he oh God, his cheeks. He's mommy's the little cheeks. mommy's little black boy. And, and when I hold him, he puts his little fat, warm baby arm on the back oh, of my, my neck God. and he Smelling brings me in baby. real close. Smelling he just says baby. random things like, I love you. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I love you too. <laughs> Let's run away together. You know, like, I don't care about nothing else. Right, right. I'm telling you, you know, he's got me. He knows. It's a wrap. They do know. They do know. We're going to go to college together. <laughs> yeah, because you ain't going to let them go. Oh, no. I'm clean as room. Go, I'm going to be on my go. hands and knees scrubbing it with a toothbrush. I used to go with this guy to, to college with this guy named George, and uh, he was Greek. And his mom came down like every other week. And we loved when his mom came into town because she had baked all this stuff she'd bring. She'd clean his room. She'd do his laundry. I, it was, I was like, oh, I want to be like that. Get him together. All the way together. I don't care. I, don't I think care. being, was you the uh, oldest? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, being the oldest is. That sucks. It does. Being oldest sucks. Yeah. When you're the, yeah. When you're I'm the, the baby. Uh, well, yeah. We know. Yeah, being the oldest hey, is not. Hey, it's hey. not, it's not no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Because you're the kid they grow up with. Yeah, you're the first one. You're uh, the you're the one. They're like, uh huh. You're the one that changed their life. Example. The other ones are like, yeah. you did this. <laughs> you did you're all right. This. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. No, nah, it's, it's different. You had nine cavities because you ate sugar. Yeah, no, nah, it's different. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's you're the experimental child. My my son is the youngest. And so, and he's, he, he gets almost everything. That's mm-hmm. the way it is, man. I'll be like, man. So sometimes I just gotta, I gotta hold myself back. Like, cause I'll be like, he's, he's still got them cheeks. I'll be wanting to hug him. Like, oh man, I, I can't get off me. Uh-huh. Cause he'll even come over. And, hey dad, get off. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> man. I tell you what, I'll tell you what, sorry. <laughs> you don't like me, man. Is that what you said? <laughs> I, I, I thought you said that. Hey, T, this this is what it is. This is what it is. Hey, I play him that same message that I played before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, cuz? It's it's funny because we, we gotta be we gotta be uh real real uh I wanna say safe, particular, careful with our boys, you know, because there is that line where you need to be a man. But there also is that line where I'm the man in your life and I need to be the example of everything you need. Love, strength, like you need to see weakness in me and see where I get my strength from to even know how to do those things. Because all of it's going to hit you. And the biggest thing that's going to hit you is look at this planet. There's white males. There's white females. There's black males. There's black females. We the black male. We are damn near an endangered species. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere we go, no matter what country, no matter where we are, we are exactly who we are every single time. Every time. Except for your name on paper. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you have your little kid and he got them cheeks, you still want that hug from him when he's 19 and 21. Because he still got them cheeks when you look at mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Hey, hey. For sure. And you know who he is? He's you. And you see yourself in him. And what better way to look at it than I'm going to be that person that shows you love. As a man, because I love you. I love every guy in here because you're my brothers. You know what I'm saying? I lost a brother this summer. Mm-hmm. So I know what it means to lose a physical brother. But I also know what it means to have somebody that I could count on and, you know, choose as a brother. And I find strength in or I might be able to say, hey, man, my head's feeling this way and bounce something off of them or say, um, Cannon, I haven't known you this long, but 
I feel this way about you in our, our, our business and our handlings. And if I'm dealing with you in that capacity, why not let you know that this is real? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. TG, I've known you almost your entire life. You can't get away from that. Right. I was playing cards with you, showing you how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So there's a camaraderie and a brothership that, that needs to be there that we lose. Because when we see each other, like you said, you see brothers in the street and you damn near looking at them like you both like, you're looking mm-hmm. at me, I'm looking sizing at you. Up. As a, sizing up. Because I can't be weak out here because I don't know what you're going to do to me. And you might feel the same way. But the whole, what's up, brother? You know, the, hey, how you doing? I hope you have a good day. I'm out here winning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It has to change. For sure. You know, and it changes at the crib. And, and the thing is, society has you feeling one way against your brother, but it'll have a real brother feeling that same way against his blood brother. And it starts with you and your son's relationship. And, yeah. and, and it really does because you're building a man as soon as he's here. Right. But I also think there's a bigger point of outsourcing that doesn't get talked about. I'm a good mom, but I'm a different mom every year, depending mm-hmm. on what I have going on. I have a whole career. I got I got a lot <clears> happening. So sometimes I look at my kids. It's so easy for me to do for other people's kids. But then when it comes to my own, I'm like, okay, do you want a hug? <laughs> do you feel supported? Do you know how to articulate that I'm not supporting you properly? So instead of feeling like I'm missing the mark as a parent, I surround them with people that can pour into them the way I pour into other people's kids. Mm, for sure. Because I can't do it all. And, and, and I, I, I cannot meet their need and, all the and, time. And, and that's very important. <coughs> sure. Even though you have two parents in the home, mm-hmm. our culture as black people, it's set up in a way where it's perceived that, you know, a lot of males grow up in a single parent home by the mother. And a lot of time we find that the problems come into play where the mother's so good at nurturing. It's a hindrance to the man because she's actually behaving in a way that that's her man. Right. Oh yeah. And vice versa. I've seen that. Yes. <laughs> Dated a couple guys like that. <clears throat> and it, and it, and that's horrible. And it's Terrible. horrible. Terrible. Cause you, I mean, it's so obvious. And then the son's like, Oh, you know, I love my mom. I'm like, Mm-hmm. And leading with that as a badge. She loves you too. But you're like, there's there's a little too much control here. Right. Uh No, you're right about that. She's in your life. There's there's a difference between, uh, I remember watching, I don't know if it was a documentary or something, and and she kept saying, I praised him too much. Mm. I worshiped him. You know, I praised him too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And ruined him. It's 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 a funny dynamic because it's a balance. It is a balance because both parts are needed. Because a person that doesn't get that what we are using for what I'm using for the purpose of this conversation that motherly positive reinforcement, as opposed to the dad being solid and holding frame all the time, you need both. You need both, especially if you have girls and boys. Yeah, yeah. So something. My husband's a big guy. And something we always talk about is like, hey, they're used to me barking at him all the time. We can't both be doing that. Right. And I definitely, you can't with the girls because you're the guy. Mm-hmm. And if you if they get used to hearing you bark at them all the time, then that becomes like you don't want okay that. for them in their relationship. Absolutely. <clears throat> Just as much as praising and worshiping your son too much. Yep. You're going to ruin him for whoever he's meant to be with. Yep. Um but I I think that when you stop trying to be everything, 
yeah. and start outsourcing that support and a village, so the to speak. A village, for sure. <clears throat> for sure. I think you get a, a more well-rounded kid, yes. an individual. I think sometimes we try to It takes do some it of the stress off of you also. No, yeah, for sure. And I can't I could, do it. I could, I could say that uh, for myself, too, like, because I had to explain uh, that to somebody, a, a white person, because mm-hmm. it, it was like, uh, well, you have the same, opp- everybody has the same opportunities, and I feel like, look, like, let's look at you, Todd, you, you have, look at how you turned out, I was like, yeah, well, I turned out like this because I had more to to look forward to like I grew up in I raised in Evergreen so I was on twenty fourth bro yeah you know what I'm saying so Thank like <laughs> if I stayed over there all the Project. time I only uh-huh. know that mm-hmm. only reason I know anything different and the only reason that I am who I am today is because I got to see more of life than a lot of other people that didn't get to see more of life you know more experience I gained more XP points than this guy who's only gained XP points in this. Also, city. how do you even know what an opportunity is? People talk about like, oh, you've got all these opportunities. Right. Well, you also have to recognize what an opportunity is to take advantage of it. Right. Yeah. So if I give you a diamond and you've never seen jewelry before and I come back and check in with you in a month and you've lost it, <laughs> who's stupid, me or you? Right. I Ooh. didn't even assess if you had any understanding of what it was I was giving to you. Right. So I can't be mad at you for, for not taking that and cherishing it because I never assessed that you didn't value it. Right. How could you? So when we talk about opportunities, even everything doesn't present itself as, Hey, I'm an opportunity right. for you to do better. Right. Sometimes it's, it's merely networking and conversations that open doors. It's not like pr- opportunities come and present themselves in a way where it's like, Oh, this is, an opportunity. This is my chance. In a timeline. For sure. It doesn't happen. And every opportunity is not a good one. Right. And, and when you don't, when you lack discernment, which a lot of us don't have until you get older, right. you also will take the wrong opportunity and still end up right back where you were as For if sure. you never had an opportunity. I got to sure. say some clown stuff that's uniquely relevant to what we're speaking on. You see Uzi Vert with the diamond, 28 Looks like old boy from uh, Avengers. Vision. Why would he do that? He's God. Bored. He's bored. I, I, when, I just think the when is the uh, infection going to start? Because it's, it's coming. Oh, it's here. It's coming. I it got a headache looking infection. at him in the booth on uh, Instagram. When daylight. is that getting? Ta- <sighs> that's getting because his forehead's tight. Yeah. At that, that's just <gasps> like how do you have room? How do you have room? It's a big jewel too. It's like, it is, it's the same size as Visions. Yeah. Oh, easily. Well, we seen size. what happened to him. <laughs> Thank. <laughs> Get your peach taken uh, uh, off your tree. Believe it. <laughs> hey, I that's just that. My shot. That's that Hillary Clinton boy. Yeah. So I. Well, teach his own. But, this uh, what this what they do. No, that's too much access. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a fine balance. Too it much is. access for one person is just right for somebody else. It's just the levels of it. Yeah. What you know? What crazy. else are you gonna do with your time and your money if you're not in a headspace either of understanding like, oh, I should actually be making people's situations better, affecting the world in a different way. Like, sometimes you don't even get in a headspace like that until you're in your 40s well, or 50s. And for well, sure, how, how many generations can we go back to where there were no opportunities? And then how many generations can you go back to where you still where you have 
self-made money. You know what I'm saying? You can go back five, six generations and you spending this money. I'm only I'm a second degree or second generation college graduate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My grandfather dropped out of sixth grade. You know, mm-hmm. we we can go back two to three generations where we were slaves, sharecroppers. So don't tell me about pulling my bootstraps up and the opportunities that I don't recognize that mm-hmm. are there that are. I mean, when you talk about redlining and the disenfranchisement of our, of us as a people, don't tell me about the opportunities that you put in a book when I wasn't taught to read. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You can't know. It. Hey, hey. So, no so, so when they say that, bust your argument, you know? Oh, yeah. For sure. Let's look at Target. I walk into Target and I see Black or, uh, Black History Month clothing line. First thing I walk in. But what, what, <laughs> really? But what got burnt down this summer? Target in Minnesota. George Floyd died. Where's Target's corporate uh, offices Minnesota. in Minnesota? Where do the Timberwolves play? The Target Center. So why are you asking why these black people are tearing down We're this business twins. that don't care about them? Because at the same time, when it's Black History Month, February, almost a year away from what happened, you got Target <clears throat> targeting us. It's a novelty for businesses. It's so a, yeah, it's fetish. the black human, the the black uh, lives matter movement was uh, for sure. The black experience is is on the market. Been on the market. Been what on is, the market. But did, wait, wait. What does Target? What what does the Black History Month clothing line at Target look like? You know, it's, it's awareness because hip-hop. of what happened this summer. It's 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 a it's, it's a, our way of a whack play at pandering to hey we're inclusive. Do you think we're going to buy that? They don't have to. Well, some of y'all it's will. Somebody, it's somebody. <laughs> but but you know what? So, some of y'all will. <laughs> somebody will. That is crazy. Some of us will. Somebody else will in support of. But let's be real. There's nothing that comes out in stores that hasn't been researched and placed there. Absolutely. Right? Like nothing. clothing mm, trends. No, nothing. These things are in constant conversation. It's it's marketing. Right? They're, they always have to be ahead of the curve. So anything you see in a store, mm. you've got purchasers and merchandisers and all kinds and of things that are like, that shit. hey, you've, you know, I think that. You've got minds at play. Uh-huh. That sounds so whack. If you think about that, it, but, but that sounds whack to you. But think of what mainstream and marketing is. It's mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. It's all of that. It's the analysis of how you're going to react and what how we can make you react. Uh, what's the movie? Is it is Chris Rock is in where they're, uh, or maybe it's Pootie Tang. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but it's kind of like Pootie. You know what I'm Tang. saying? They, they wanted to. <laughs> that was a wild. One of them kind of fell out of it, and he was like. That's in pretty, the life. Well, I mean, that's ridiculous. It that's was a pooty. caricature that's pooty. of that's of what we're talking about, it though. Is. And it's a genius one if you get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. If you don't get it, you miss it. You just think it's pooty tang. You think mm-hmm. it's just it's pooty tang. Soul playing. Hey, hey, Dirty D. Oh my God. <laughs> Dirty D. <laughs> Dirty D was a hey, Dirty. And, and as you ever been actor, to a Biggie Shorty party though? Biggie Shorty <laughs> dancing with the Biggie. Come on. Wasn't that Wanda? Yeah. Was that Wanda Sykes? Yeah. Yes. yeah. To a Biggie Shorty Cla- Such a classic movie. Yeah. And then, then he left that bowl of milk for old girl. Oh, that was great. That's the best movie. That ever. narration. I haven't, I haven't Pooty seen Tang. That. You've not seen Pooty Tang? You've never seen Pooty Tang. I don't think I've seen That's okay. Tang. You should watch it. It'll be great. Eat, eat you some Maribus and watch you some Pooty Tang. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You could have said watch you some Maribus and eat you some Pooty Tang. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. You said that. I did. I did. <laughs> hey. What? My Valentine's Day be lit. 
I'm telling you, these Ooh. February podcasts is hitting different, y'all. That's right, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Right back to it. Holy crap. Hmm. You Sports at all? Super Bowl? You got any? Do you, I'm a boxing fan. Ooh. What? I'm, I mean, football's cool. So, so yeah, let's, I like UFC and boxing, and I, I honestly, sincerely miss... Um, that's something to show. That's something for you to look at afterward. That's that's history right there. Uh, I sincerely miss. Because I'm a boxing and MMA fan. Hey, shout out to Ken Norton, yes. senior Jacksonville. So champ. Ken, Ken Norton's biological father is my grandmother's brother. There oh, it is. Wow. Some more local black history so, for y'all. Uh, black history. Uh, yeah. I, so it's the craziest thing because when his when Ken's mom died, this is back in like early 2000s, he moved to Jacksonville for a bit to, you know, clear a house out and, and mm-hmm. he his mom and my grandma were real close real good friends and so he would come over and you know he he liked Dairy Queen Blizzard so in Jacksonville uh, Dairy Queen wasn't too far from where his mom lived so I'd pick up blizzards and then drive out to his mom's house and we would just sit and talk and I mean he's a massive he was a massive yeah. guy even for an older guy his hands were like three of mine together and I'd make him take his jewelry off because he wore these big knuckle buster like nugget gold rings you know and i was like she said and i could fit like two of my fingers in there you know and i would ask him like what was it like to break muhammad ali's jaw like what you know what i'm saying like i just want to know like what was that time like what did it feel like what was your life like because i'm seeing him as an i'm an adult you know and and he's you know kind of on the the end of his life right and it the stories were just amazing. Like it just was, it was crazy knowing who I was sitting next to. Yes. Yeah. Hey, feel free to tell us one. What stories? Sure. Sure. <laughs> it just it it was like not so much about the fights for him as it was the camaraderie and the friendship. And it, it I wouldn't it's even say 70s. it was like a blur to him. It's the seventies. It's like, two black men. At the at the top of their game in a country that is forcing black men to go to war, for do you know what's interesting? We were at a he he came back into town into St. Louis because he was uh, signing autographs at like a comic book thing that mm-hmm. was going on, and we went to the bar that was in the hotel afterwards because I was living in St. Louis at the time, and so he he used a walker because of all the. The fighting, and then he'd been in a really bad car accident. And so we're sitting there, and the guy said, hey, and we got Ken Norton in the house tonight. Ken, you know, stand up and wave. And, and you know, and he waved, and and he looked at me, and he goes, and he's got tears in his eyes. And he goes, do you think anybody even knows who I am? Hmm. Wow. And that killed me. Right. Because I'm like, I don't know who you are. The champ right. is here. Dang. You are Ken Norton. Like, what are you? The champ is here. And, yeah. and the only thing that, that really – that I wouldn't say that he was worried about, but what I'm saying is like I'm watching a grown man with tears in his eyes going, Tiffany, do they even know? Do they even know who I am? Right. Am I relevant? Wow. So that's why I'm saying the time we spent together wasn't so much recapping fights as much as it was me just wanting to know who are you? Like who are you? What is life like for you? What what do you miss? What do you you know? Yeah. And he's like, I, fighting was what I did. You know, I just that's what I did. It's not who I am. But, that's, but I don't know if anybody really genuinely was ever interested. Other the world than, isn't. The world right. isn't. So that's why I'm saying to see, to sit there right. with him and know that the only thing that was really affecting him at the time was the fact that maybe 
people didn't know him right. or wouldn't recognize him. Ali and the, said, the, the fading of celebrity. The fading of glory. And how you deal with that. Man, that's, that's, that's something to deal with, too, because the supreme athlete has to have an ego to be on top. Mm-hmm. And for that to fade has to have an effect on the for mental. Sure. Now, let's take the supreme athlete and change the sport to the supreme athlete in a sport where it's two men. Gladiator. There's not a ball. There's mm-hmm. not a hoop. There ain't a goal or something I could pass to. This isn't a game. It's these gloves and it's me and you. Mm-hmm. And I'll even said it. We banging each other's heads out. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you hit the ground, I show you mercy because that's a man. He got a family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When he hits the ground, I'm, I'm not beating that man down. I'm proving my point. I'm playing my game within these ropes. And then I'm backing off. And, and, it, and, and it is like that, like you said. No one cares about who you are as the boxer. They care about the brutes and they mm-hmm. cheering for you to cut that and scream and, you know, for you to beat that man's brains in. As a fan, you're bloodthirsty. For sure. Yeah. It's the Coliseum. It is. You want more. After that fight. He was built for that, though. Just it, like his son was built to play football. And, and and that's what you find out when you start watching this. You know what? I like to box, but guess what? I'm not built for this. He was de- built for it. That man's muscles in his did you, 70s was, I did you would hear grab his, his arm and I'm his like. His hands, what she said yeah, about his hands. They were massive and they were heavy. Because he put his hand on my shoulder. Heavy, hand, like, heavy handed, bro. <laughs> heavy hands. Get your hands hey, hey, off hey. of me. Hey, what you say, Tones? Back chiseled, elbow sharp. You and they need. said that his, he, they said that is. my grandmother's brother's physique was even more so. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. So he was winning champion. He won the, the belt. Was it 78? Something like that. 1970. I was born in 75. I'm 45 now. So, you know, that time. So when he was a young man, 40s, something like that, you know, what was he doing? What time was it? What period? He's, he's fighting in a period where they're not going 12 rounds. They're going more than 12 rounds. 15. Too. Right. He's growing up. It's in just an interesting. You know what I'm saying? So it, I I think back like, damn, I should have asked about. But I'm so starstruck. You're just right. listening. Yeah. I, I don't care. We could talk about what right. you saw on the news and Your what you ate for breakfast today. Cream. And I'm just yeah. I, and I'm. He would wear cologne, and I'd be like, "You smell good today," you know, because like, I'm that kid. Yeah, That's just so like you're. Smell I've like heard so much about you. Everybody's talked about you. Yeah, right. Especially in that you small know. town situation, but yeah, man, from Ken Norton Senior to Ken Norton Junior, winning uh, Super Bowl rings with the the Niners and the the Cowboys, and coaching dad- the Seahawks, the Raiders. But you said something really crazy. What was it like to break Muhammad Ali's jaw? And he was just like. Who's not even arguably, but we consider him the greatest uh of all time. You consider a person the greatest of all time, and they didn't win every fight, and there's people that did. Yeah. And he just kind of went. I think it was how he like did, I did what that. he did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He didn't really it was expound how he on did anything. It he was like, and what he I did that. had to do to do it through and what he stood on yeah the trifecta and you know and i think that even though they were fighting and there was you know like actually actively boxing i do think that there's also these are my colleagues sure sure respect right yeah. so y'all gonna hang out together it's all of when i see you and then when we need to be in that headspace of where 
squaring off is is different. Because, again, we're still at the same time where we're not included in anything, even though that they're aware Mm -hmm. that they're opponents after what's said. It's a a movement to to be Mm -hmm. together. Hey, yeah. Cause you, so there, I have to interject. No, no, yeah. We were talking about black history in the movies. What is that movie? You might have said it, but I missed it by the name. Where all the, it's a movie where uh, Jim Brown, all the black Star, like, meet in one night. Oh, was it Original Gangsters? No, oh, no, it's, no, it's right now. It's a movie that's right now. Blood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The with Malcolm X. Yes, they all mean the hotel. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know the name of the movie, but I have. I I want to see it. That's probably a movie we should name for Black History Month. For sure. We need. It's, it's, by the end of the show, we'll it's say Malcolm it X. Was it Muhammad Ali? Yep. And somebody else, Jim Brown. Jim Brown. And you know, the older Kareem. I get, I was say the older I get, and uh, I watch Malcolm Bill X, Russell. the more I understand. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you're just passively watching a movie. The older I get, the more I understand the complexity of enlightenment and discernment and being on your own path and how and why people change course. And um, you know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. Everything just has a different layer of meaning as you get older. One Night in Miami's the movie. Hell, even Goodfellas looks different when you're in your 30s. Yeah. and, And you're assessing friendships and... And uh, how people interact and being in a mindset, you know, like I got I, I got to interject no, again, because, again, we talked about Brother Shabazz earlier. And, you know, Brother Shabazz is a five percenter, but we're talking about black excellence and all that stuff. And he was saying that how we're treating people, how we're treating each other is what we learned off of the mafia movies, because that's how they do. Mm hmm. No, we're, you know what? We're emulating mafia movies. No, you know what? It goes back before. And I, I thought about this today before I came, and I was like, it's, I have several things that can go before this, but this makes perfect sense. When you take a certain people from a certain place who are civilized that you deem uncivilized, you're not taking slaves from somewhere. You're taking doctors and lawyers and CEOs and teachers and whatnot. So when you take us and put us in these situations and you try to make us do certain things through violence, we learn that violence, that looting. Uh, you, you have a black Wall Street and then you have a um, Minnesota 2020. We learn those behaviors from our oppressors. We didn't come over here with that. You know what I'm saying? That mind state. We didn't we didn't do those things. Right. We weren't in a warlike state. So when you do change that, you change that because of what you see. And a lot of and where we're stuck right now, there's a lot of people who are still being offend, affected by their oppressors and certain people who move in certain places don't have to be in the hood and act a certain way. But there are people who do have to. And it's because it's a learned behavior. Like you said, the mafia. You, you make in words. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Because there's been times where, where I am one. Yes. <laughs> I am legend. And I have no. I am one. I am legendary. <laughs> oh, today? This makes me want to hold your hand like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I am one. For what? Yes. You think that hasn't been said before? Oh, you thought I... You did, this is... Oh, I yes, am I'm one. is. Whatever you thought I was, yeah, I am that. I am one. Red Man made a song called I Be That. Yeah. I be that. But uh, that... But uh, yes... That ain't me, but I be that. 
Try it. So situations can bring out the worst of you. For sure. Controlled uh, situations yeah. with oh. an outcome. I mean, the, the things at play aren't. Uh, That's why my resolution. They're not by chance. My resolution this year is to give everybody the thumbs up regardless of the of the situation. I'm mad. I'm upset. Here you go. I'm trying. It's not. It hasn't worked out. I'm, I, 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 com- I commend you for that, but I'm not even doing that no more. I'm just I'm just staying within my own. Like she said about she's protecting her energy. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 My black energy for sure. Yeah. Because I have to be a chameleon in every space I'm in all day long. So when you have to do that, the little bit of black energy I got left, I just want to just chill with it. Save right. your vibranium. No, I, feel you. I feel you on that. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. Save wanna, your vibranium. I don't want to. Um, it's, ex- it's not expendable, man. We ain't just and I, and that's out. why I'm saying there's so many levels to us. So uh, you just have to appreciate that like everybody's doing what they can to maintain you're in a thumbs up space. You're not right. Wonderful, right? We don't all evolve at the, at the same rate. Uh, same rate for sure. Because um, yeah, I'm show trying. Yeah, but it, I mean, it it's just, funny you say that because a couple months ago I was at the thumbs up and he wasn't right. And now I ain't no more. But also, l- <laughs> let's, <laughs> right? Seasons right? Change, but that's okay. Baby. Right, and seasons change. I used to be really reactionary, and then I started going, "No, you know what." I'm gonna chill because no you comment. Can't, you can't outwork me. Mm. I'm better at life than you. No, but it, you're you're right though. You can't outwork me though. Right. So let's match paper. You you write down everything you do, and I'll write down what I do. And then we don't even have to have a conversation. You don't even have to work talk shows anymore. up. Words don't because you'll work just be sitting there up. still watching me write. Right. right. So I think that sometimes you have to build an appreciation for yourself to be like, I'm not arguing with you. You right. can't even outwork me. So we can't, we won't even understand each other anyway because our work ethic is different. Right. Right. You're not arguing with your five-year-old, right? Six Absolutely year old. not. That's why I, I, it's for my health. So, sometimes we give yeah. him. To put this thumbs up yeah. on Yeah. Sometimes like, yeah. we give him too much respect. He said it's for my health. It's for my health. Hey, and you know what? A lot of times your uh, parents used to say, man, you think I'm doing this for my health? Well, apparently you are. So keep doing that. I got to. You got to do what you got to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I got to. But it doesn't matter anymore. You got to do what works for Todd. The higher level you get in the game, you have to figure out uh, what cheat codes you're going to need to use. Yeah. Because you need the spread gun in the beginning of Contra. Correct. (laughs) She said it the best. Because you know if you get too far past that little cliff and you don't catch the spread gun, you might as well just jump off the cliff and start over. Start over. She said it the best. Just start I, over. I got a cramp in the back of my leg on that one, yo. So you see what I'm saying? You are absolutely she right. She said you, you might need to sprint You need to figure early. out what 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 you need to unlock here at this stage. And the stage I'm in currently is I don't need to react to everything. Sure. I knew that being on the school board and making the decisions I was going to make was going to make people come for me. Okay. Well, She's I wake up a black woman every day, and I've already dealt with a lot. So you're not going to say it to my face anyway. We're not going to fight. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it's kind yeah, of like, true. do I need to give you that much energy in an right. email because you're upset about something you're never going to say to my face? And matter of fact, <laughs> run run for the seat. Good Lord. Come for it. Because there, there's always my thing. Yeah. So you can yell in the expanse all day long. And that's all you're doing. Come do the work. And that's where people fall off. That's, that's where the tree gets shaken. Yeah. Come do the work. And the thing is, 
You can't do it like I do it. You can't carry it the way that I do. You can't execute it the way that I do. Preach. So that's why I sleep well at night because it's mm. like I'm on a path that's meant for me and you can't block anything. You cannot block anything. If y'all didn't hear but, that, her mentality has her sleeping well at night. And she said y'all no. was in the expanse. Because my thing is yes. just like if you pay attention to everything that's always going on around you, you can't even focus on, on where you're going and, and yeah. putting the energy where it needs to be. Word. So if I'm putting out fires with people who have an issue with something that I made a decision, well, I'm in a decision-making seat. And I, and I am confident in the decisions that I make because I'm well-read, I'm educated, and I sat with this information before I made a move. I'm not reactionary. So what are we going to argue about? You getting this, Cannon? What no are we going to argue about? Listeners, are no you getting doubt. this? But I feel like you have to be in. I have to be like that. Right. Yes. Be like that. Five years ago, I wasn't. Right. But that came with discernment and confidence. We question a lot of what we're doing because it's like, oh, this is the right thing. Somebody have a problem. Uh, well, come do the work. And what I know is people don't like the work. Hmm. Yep. Wow. I meet a lot of complainers. But I can't get anything done at work if I'm complaining. So how are we going to get the work done? Because the work we do affects people's lives. So that's all I'm saying is it's not cockiness and it's not I'm better than anyone. I am just very confident in the skills and abilities that I have. And I prayed and asked the universe for discernment because I realized that's what was blocking me. And when I got that, it unlocked everything and it made my life calm. Because I, I, I'm telling you, like in leadership, I see such a clear path, like what the goal is. Um and I know how to get there. And it's not this a straight line. Things are just revealed to you. They open up. I just got to figure out how to get everybody else on board so that we can get here. Because if we can get here together, like, we'll all be better for it. Right. But if you're going to be a leader, you can't waver on where you stand on things. Right. Whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing things Absolutely. for the right reason, Absolutely. you cannot waver. No. And no. it's not about now I can admit when I'm wrong. I'm not saying that. Right. It's not what I'm saying is when people look to you to lead the same way you look at your parents, it's a source of comfort and it's a source of I can rely on you and I trust you. You build trust that way. You know, when you lead well, absolutely right. And people wrong, need to know, like, hey, if I'm following you, I want to make sure that you're cool. Yeah. Even, Jewel, even, even jewelry, if you make a mistake. Jewelry right there. Hanging chains. I think about Moses Slip leading break. people through the desert if we want to get back to the Bible. Mm hmm. Right? Let's go. Griping, upset, whatever. Yeah. And it, it, it messed me up when I was a little kid when you hear at the end he hits the rock instead of speaking to it because he's so frustrated because yeah. he's tired of wandering and, and they're trying to get to the promised land. 40 and what, years. And what correct. happens? He doesn't get into the promised land because he disobeyed God's order, right? Because mm -hmm. he, he hit the rock mm -hmm. instead of speaking to it because I think they wanted to get water out of it or whatever, right? right. He wavered. He wavered. But his path was never the promised land in the first place. His path was to lead people to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. So even in your leadership, it's not even for you we to be where you're trying to get people to go. Sometimes you're just a conduit in which or a catalyst in which people can can grow and excel or have access to something. You didn't he didn't need to go to the promised land. Always tell God's kids speaking that. to you directly. Now we, How much more blessed do you need what promised land do you need to see if God's talking directly to you? You're not looking within yourself, seeing who you are. Me and Utah just had that conversation about But creation. think about that. Yeah. For sure, yes. No, you're wrong. Yes. God talked directly through you. Yes. To well, you, you, you can't have any 
you can't have a deeper experience than that. I told if, if we're just going to be literal about what we're reading, right? Like, I know everybody is not into the Bible, but I'm just saying, like, if you really think about that, I sit with those thoughts. And I'm like, hey, you know, in leadership, I'm here to lead and I'm here to execute a plan. Yep. Until my time is meant to do something else. And that's okay. But I think, you know, people get so used to being in a leadership seat, like, I got to be here. Or also, no, sometimes it's your time to roll out. Also, yeah. the, You got the, done the, what the you need to get done. It. It's time to move on. Yeah. Everybody thinks they need to see the end of it, too. No, you don't. If, if you think about it, the foundation of a house doesn't get the glory of being a roof. But what's more important than the freaking foundation? Mm-hmm. What you built it on? You could have a hole in the roof. We could repair that. <laughs> What'd you build the foundation on, though? Because even that's weak that if it ain't built right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just saying like first brick laid when you get out of your own way and stop worrying about being great and making yourself great and you just do what you're good at doing. Nothing else really matters. I'll be on the school board until I'm not. Mm. And maybe there's something else I need to do. Maybe maybe my time is short and it's only for the next two years in the seat. Okay, And guess what I'm going to do? The work I've been doing. Another opportunity presents itself. To lead in a different way because your life changes and you evolve. I, I'm just open to all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I, it doesn't bother me. Unbothered. Y'all listening to excellence right you now. You just spoke on that. No, I'm just saying like that's what History it is. History in the making. You're great. It, a seat Being in a seat doesn't make you great. Remember her name. It's the leadership of it. And the service comes before the leadership. And you got too many people want to be leaders that have never been a servant. So how how can you lead properly if you you've never been led? You can't. Says you're not even science. civilized. <laughs> hey yo, you're not even civilized within your own mind if That's you don't what understand I'm saying. that. <laughs> you can't you can't go beyond yourself if you don't have this these kind of self inclinations. I'm just glad it, I know this right now. Otherwise, you take a lot of things personal. People who are uncomfortable with your success and your growth, you'll take it personal. Speak on that. I don't take it personal. I just realize and recognize that sometimes people just don't know how to give you a compliment or say, can you tell me how to do that? You breeding haters and can't take it. And that's real. No, but I mean, that's great stuff, which is causing hate. Right. And you can't take it because you don't understand how to deal with the hate that's coming at you because you're doing great stuff. Why? Why am I going to engage and go back and forth with somebody who doesn't like me because of whatever? When really, I would be more than happy to tell you how I got here. But you're going to have to work. Hey. And that's, again, where we fall short. And we're Anchor. not the same. You don't want to come up here. You don't, you you don't want to do the work it takes to get up here. Uh-uh. And the problem is people, when you're in your lane and you're in your zone, it looks really easy Always to care. Yes, sure. it does. So what people also then get confused is like, well, it can't be that hard. I'm trying a perfect example. Which is why I'm like, okay, here you go then. You do it. Hey, perfect example. You're talking, you're talking right now. I want, I, I want to be nice like Kobe. Nobody worked like Kobe. Nobody worked like Kobe. Huh. You you take Mike and you take Kobe and you take, say, whoever else, LeBron. Kobe worked to be that good. And, and hard work will never be denied. He put the work in and it came. No one worked as hard as him. They really sold a campaign to be like Mike and only one person did. Right. And, and, hey, and then in doing that, what did he ignite? You have a man. You are on. You have grown adult NBA players who are not just NBA players, but they're all stars. Not just all stars, but gold. You know, you, Team USA. 
looking at Kobe like, we just came down for breakfast. What, what you doing? Oh, man, I'm, I'm icing in between workouts. That's why Kobe is that. He's that assassin. You put the number up, he's hitting it. He's the man, though. He'll get you. You know, and, and, and when you look at it, I've always loved Mike. My eyes have been open, though. Kobe's the better basketball player. Because if Mike is the OG song, Kobe's the remix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the remix. I didn't like Kobe either. Not but you know what? Kobe liked that. Kobe fed off being he the fed villain. Off of that. And you know what? And I fed into it by not liking him. Yep. And he. But you couldn't outwork him. You never outwork him. And that's him. always my point. Hey, back to that. You can, you can dislike it all you want, but can you outwork He's gone me, and people ain't you, outworking whoever, him. Whatever your lane is, right? Everybody. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I got busy with the work years ago because I knew if an opportunity ever presented itself for me to, I mean, it wasn't like CEO was the thing. I'm saying like just an opportunity to grow. Boss. <laughs> if I knew, if I if I stay ready, I'll have to get ready. So I'm going to stay busy. I'm going to stay so busy that people are like, Tiffany, when do you sleep? Because I knew there would come a point in my professional life where I would have an opportunity that would require that level of always being busy. Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel like extra work because I've already been working at that level this whole time. It was just hustle. So now I'm like, oh, okay. Now I can sustain it when I got it. Because too often people will get massive opportunities and they can't perform. It was asking for it. So you had the opportunity. Somebody put you on and then you got there and you fell short. I don't want to fall short. That's truth, man. That's gospel truth right there. You asking for an opportunity and you ain't even ready to handle it. No, but you just want to be in something. That's my point. You just want to be in the seat. Yeah. But the seat comes with sustainable work if you're going to produce. Heavy is the head. Mm. Otherwise, you're going to delegate and you'll need everybody else to do it to then look like you've got it going on. No. Too too much is given. You got to do the work. Too much is asked. You you have to do the work. I don't mind working on a Sunday. There's no substitution for the work. Uh Uh-uh. And it's not that I'm a glutton for punishment when it comes to work. It's just that it I no, have that's you, who I am. You built like no, that. you get it. Mm-hmm. You get it. You mm-hmm. don't want to go to prison from no, third correct. grade. Because listen, you don't work hard. You that's where like, you end up. You built like that. It's a perfect example of instill values or whatever you were instilling in your kids, and it will sustain mm-hmm. that work ethic. That drive transcends barriers. Mm-hmm. Immigrants with that same type of motive come over here and get busy. Right, with, and they don't with, care with about what anybody to got to name. say. And, my, and mom, then, my mom's an immigrant, and I can tell you that for sure. My grandfather immigrated from Cuba to Antigua when he was five. He didn't know English or anything, taught himself English. And he worked and worked and worked and amassed this empire because he he had a plan for himself, and he wanted to be successful. He wanted to make sure his family was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who my grandfather was. So when I go back home to see my family, my grandfather's name is very well respected there hmm. because he took care of people and he worked. You know what I'm saying? There's like, there's clout that comes with that. So it's in your blood. Yeah. I just value that I have grandparents that went through a lot on my mom's side and even here. So why, why would I waste the time and the opportunities I've been given to basically say, Grandma, you eating at different counters, cleaning people's floors. Uh, you know, her and my grandfather used to clean barber shops and stuff after the job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you did all of that for me to do nothing. 
with this opportunity. And you got the same result as if y'all did nothing. Hmm. I owe them more than that. Yeah. It's an honor. But again, right, like you grow, you you really start thinking about things differently when you have kids and. You're passing on legacies. My grandparents made sure I could do this stuff. So why, why would I disrespect them Then you look at your little jewel and you like, I'm finna put everything into you. Absolutely. You could do, there's nothing that you can't do when you put your mind to it. No, not at all. But I also recognize you think about things that you missed out on or you feel like were lacking when you were a kid and you try to build those opportunities into your kids. So you're giving them a little bit different Mm because everybody's just working off of what they know at the time. The remix. Right. So, okay. Well, my my version. But y'all going to tag along when I go to service projects and I'm going to take you here and there because you also need to know your job and, and the what you owe, the currency you owe for living in this community Word. is to do stuff for other people. <laughs> I like the way you put that. That and I believe that as well. Man. That's you true. have to know There's that. so much truth I to that. Teach that same and I, and thing. again, it's not that I've got this perfect, you know, family and everything just works out all hey, the time. Right is right, and that's period. But I just feel like my kids need to understand like we're all like two seconds off of being where you think Hmm. somebody else is or you know we no, are all, we all blessed there. we're we all, all there. blessed just told you that we're all there <laughs> so that's why i take my board seat seriously uh because i've i've been a single parent i know my ears are open my eyes are wide open to what's going on in the community from like a global perspective not just any one interest group or or you know i live this way now so i ain't worried about yeah. everybody else right because i know husband could die Lose your job. I mean, it'll be two paychecks and it's out. It's a wrap. Shit, man. Like, I mean, really. Man, an intersection. Just just the, a trip to, to the store. Quick. Life changes that way. Uh, so I'll be brief. I had a tummy tuck in December. December 21st. I had weight loss surgery and I've lost like 150 pounds. We've talked about this before. Hey, you have hey. been working. I've been seeing you. Right? Shout out. So five yes. years I've been like, ooh, I'm going to get this done because I knew I was done having kids and everything. So I went and got head surgery done on this last well, December. Got home and I'm like, man, I feel like I'm, they send you home with these drains. I'm like, this blood's like really red and it's just not stopping. Mm-hmm. And so I end up going into the emergency room. They have to open me up again because I'm bleeding internally. And I'm like, oh. so they take care of that. Come home. Uh, week of January 7th, I took some antibiotics on empty stomach, which I do not recommend Don't doing. Do that. Tore my stomach up, right? And I've had weight loss surgery, so I'm like, oh, no, like something is wrong. Go in, get a CAT scan or a CT scan. They're like, no, your stomach's fine, but, and there's like five doctors in the room. I've got a blood clot in my, from my thigh into my pelvis. Oh, no. That had they, had I not gone in. Yeah. They're like, oh, you wouldn't be here next week. We don't even really know why you're here now because it's so big. Wow. Right? So I'm like, okay. So they, I get admitted for that for a couple of days and go through blood thinners and all that, which I'm still on. Then two Mondays ago, I'm like, man, I, my shoulder's aching, left shoulder. Let me go back to the emergency room and see what's going on. Well, they did scans and everything. The clot's gone, but now I've got blood clots in my right lung oh. that broke off of that. All off of a tummy tuck. Something I did for myself that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm saying all that to say, I went in for something super routine. I wouldn't even be talking to y'all. Yeah. But I also advocated for myself, which a lot of people don't feel empowered to do. A lot of our people don't. Um, 
And even against the advice of telenurse who was like, well, just stay home and monitor it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to ER. Right. Mm-hmm. I had to get two blood transfusions. Again, I'm just saying that to say I'm supposed to be here. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I will continue to do what I'm doing. And my grandma, whoever, is whispering in my spirit to be like, girl, I'm going to need you to go to the doctor because um, oh, yeah. something ain't right. The ancestors are with us always. Uh, and, always. But things can change overnight. I took for granted, like, oh, I, yeah, this is just skin. You know, it's, it'll be cool. They're not doing anything in depth. Mm-mm, it went all the way left. Huh. All the way left. So, yeah, it can. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To tell the story. Mm-hmm. You don't need boo. She don't even know. She, you, but, they, you, but you they, understand. You know they, what I'm they, saying? They like, what they call this tie? That's testimony. That's real talk. And Who to, got that's testimony? A real thing. And to keep that drive that you have. Yes. To, to wear that story unscathed to the uh, observer. You know what, though? But I'm honest. I'm always yeah, transparent, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I have to take medicine at night so I can go to sleep because I was afraid I was going to die every time I went to sleep at night. I still am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's part of my life now until I get further out from this happening to me. Hmm. But, I, you know, I've had a mom that's had mental health issues and struggles for years who everybody loves. But that's that's real. Right. And so for me, it's it's as things come up, I just have to be transparent about like I'm I'm in a space where I'm scared and I need some support. So that I can continue to look unscathed. Right. But you can't carry all of it. We try to carry all of it with no support. You can't do that. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I, I am supposed to be here. Most definitely. And if I wasn't afraid before, I'm most definitely not afraid now. <laughs> right. Hmm. And I want to be here. Golly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you I want to be like here. You sound like King Senior. You probably don't. The, 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 don't the, the heavyweight champ right now. I want to be here. I got work to do. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of work to do. Speaking of. Like, I, I really feel just so empowered and pumped up. Yeah. And like, it ain't I just want to encourage people. It There's so much time. negativity. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Some people put a head in their shell and be like, I no, can't. It's, it's not time for none of that. I've, I've, I've gone through way too much to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that. Uh, opportunities and blessings and things I'm afforded is because I'm built for what I do. I'm built for where I'm at. It's not designed for you to stay there. It's designed for you to go through Mm-mm. it, go through it and, and, and grow. And I just try to not hover decide on the thought. It's time. Yeah. I just try not to hover on the thought of why I'm not here. Like, yeah. how, why did I get to stay? Yeah. We're not dwelling. Nope. It's you, because I did what Tiffany always does. I listened to my body. Something didn't feel right. I got it checked out. Yeah. So that I ain't a pilgrim. I ain't settling. Mm-mm, no, that's just where we're at. So um, I don't have time for uh, people who don't want to work. If, if, if you're going to run with me, right. is all I'm saying. <laughs> right. If we're going to run together. Be where you're going to be, but if you with let's me. Let's work. That's what's up. God just, you know, leave you where you're at. Let's, let's work. No sloth And again, spirit. it's not a pity story. Like, I'm, no. it's all good. You don't yeah. sound like a pity story, man. It didn't come across no. like that. It sounds like an empowering story. Man, that's I do feel empowered. Yeah, that, you know what that did. And my stomach looks nice. <laughs> like, 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 like a belly button it. I can see now. Shout out to that. <laughs> you don't even know. Like, Facts. You, you don't even know what you like, just said, though. Like you, I mean, I you know what you said, but like you don't know who you touched with. You in, even in the room, for I, sure. I've been going through things for the last God, few months. Man. 
I reach out to all of them mm -hmm. and I reach out to them on a daily basis where I, I, I got to talk to them because mm -hmm. there's things I'm going through that they can help me with mm -hmm. just by listening to me. And it, it, it means a lot. And I know they know it means a lot to me because I'm a type of person that I don't do that. Mm -hmm. So when I do that to them, they're like, I feel it because they're like, they, they take the time to listen because yeah. they mm -hmm. know I don't yeah. just hey, come shit. off talking about hey. certain things. Hey, cause I feel a certain stuff way. is real and it doesn't make me any difference what you're going through, what you want to talk about. I would rather be here to listen to you, mm -hmm. to throw up after I get off the phone versus not answer the call and something happen to you. Because mm -hmm. right. shit's way bigger than that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and that's real. Mm -hmm. You know, we all go through different things regardless of what they are. But you my cousin and I love you and I love you like a brother and there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. You know what I'm saying? So when we when it comes to that, you know what it is. And anybody else out there who I know, who I love, if you if you – if you don't have that connection with me, you want to make a phone call, send a text. It's that real. OK, because life is real. It has to be whatever you're dealing with. And we're all it going through be. a lot right now. Yeah. Like the time who's been through these times. Right. Us. <laughs> Nobody. For the first time. Yeah. We're, we're trudging through water. So why? Why spend time bringing everybody else down and not speak to the brothers walking past you on the street? That's when it's time to be a rock star and stand out. I would just use that mentality all of the time, yeah. pandemic or not. Just just say something. Change it. Change the way it's supposed to be. Change somebody else's vibration by telling them hi. Telling yeah. them, hey, I appreciate you today. Because, I mean, contact. it really takes that. It do, And, again, it you don't even know. you just doing that. You said something to somebody that needed that. I right was I was somewhere, and I can't remember where I was. I out of at a store outside, I don't know, it's coming in and out of some place. And there was a girl who was crying. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna walk past her. And I said, Hey, are you okay? Like, do you need anything? And we just got to talk and she was like, Oh, you know, I'm trying so hard and life is really hard. And we, you know, just talking, I was like, Hey, here's my card, you know, because uh, she was younger. She was probably late teens, early twenties. And I'm like, Hey, here's my card. I work at Boys and Girls Club. If you need resources or support or something, just let me know. But I just needed to make sure I stopped and asked if you were okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you didn't need anything. I would say probably two years later, I happened, we partner a lot at Lincoln Land. And there was a lady that was working there and she called me and she goes, hey, I had your business card sitting on my desk. And this girl was in my office uh, signing up for school. And she goes, do you know Tiffany Mathis? And the lady was like, well, I mean, I just met her, but yeah, I got her card. And she goes, she saved my life. Wow. I was crying outside one day and I wanted to kill myself or whatever it was going to be that day. And she's like, and she stopped and asked me if I was okay and told me that I could do whatever and I should go back to school. And she's like, that's the reason I'm signing up for school. Right? This is random. I, I would never. And I and again, it's, I don't need thanks. It's not to. I'm just saying I just did. Uh, hey, are you cool? You all right? Because. I'm watching all these people walk past you. Nobody said a thing to you. But I see you. I see you. I see you. And I, if I'm crying, I'd at least want somebody to ask me if I'm all right. Or at least be seen and acknowledged. And so you're still alive and you're going to school because somebody stopped. We Think about how many people you pass by and just. I got one of my favorite, favorite homeless guys, King David. I don't know if he usually sleeps in front of, uh, well, what we call the murder stop. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, he sleeps out there. 
I uh, got beat up real bad a couple of years ago and it went by. I know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Usually it would dance out in front of the currency. Yeah. yeah. If I had met him years ago at uh, the Legion. Man, the field, and the he field. Uh, bought me a beer one time when uh, I was at the Legion for karaoke. This is years ago and he's he's cool. We bought each other drinks. And I was like, hey, what's your name? He goes, I'm King David. Mm-hmm. And I said, I like that. And we were cool <laughs> ever since. Mm-hmm. And I look for him all the time. I wish I could take him home. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I look for him because he just touched my heart. I don't even know what it, I just look for him and his spirit. I feel like he's an angel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just a lot of blessings in this community and people you shouldn't pass by or discount that they could change your life. You think the angel got to come with a glow on the wings? I'll I, I tell you They what. don't. I'll tell you. Because the devil don't come most with horns time, either. No, absolutely not. <laughs> most of the time they don't. I'll tell you this right now, listeners. Us at the podcast, we've got a guilty pleasure. We, I mean, we, we get to absorb the energy from these guests, and but you just get to hear it in a different way than we are hearing it. We're in my house. I, I, I am privileged to have these type of special people come hang out with me and my friends and family and bless this space with their presence. You guys don't, you're, you're getting it and we're giving it to you, but it's not the same. No, it is not the same. This right here is why we started the podcast to convey these type of messages to everybody, whoever's searching the, I'm a I'm a I'm always on a knowledge of self or something and I'm always searching for some more knowledge. Mm-hmm. This is what these are. These are little bits and pieces and and tablets for you to digest and make yourself better. When you can't always get a hold in that conversation with Tiffany, you play these two podcasts and in those four hours, what we'll say, that's going to, you don't need summer hey, school. Man, you don't need summer school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is, this is that chicken noodle soup for the soul. She's going to come back like a comet. But you created a space for it. It's for the culture. You have to create a space for it, though. You, you make it safe to say those things. That's what's up. I mean, I, kudos to y'all for creating a black safe space. I'm still a black woman at the end of the day. I want to feel safe. Yes. I want to feel like I'm with my brothers that I don't see all the time. And there's just a, a cohesiveness that we have in, in brownness, you know? Yeah. Man, I there's saw so you. much un- left unexplained. I saw you at yes. work the other day. And like I said, I had to step back and explain to you. Because I was like this. Because I walked by and was just like, okay, there's a woman over there talking to my boss, which is the principal of school. <laughs> I'm doing my job. And then I was doing my gig and I turned back and was like, I know her. You know, it's, it's my, it's the brother and me, the sister, the brown connect. Correct. So, so then when I figured it out and stepped back through, I had to take a pause and look at her and be like, I see you Thursday. Uh-huh. And, and, and I know my boss was probably like, you know, Newman, <laughs> you know, Sean, he's a good guy. You know, he's a real good guy, you know? And she's like, yeah, that's, that's my bro cheese exactly, probably, you know, exactly. but you know, I get to wear these different hats. Um, we have this safe space here. Mm-hmm. She does what she does. With the uh, with the Boys and Girls Club and, and the uh, 186 school board, I do what I do with 186, but we still come to this safe space to have this conversation and build and teach 
and 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 push out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my brother C3, my sister Tiff, my boy TG, you know, go Bucks. I want to see KC win just because it makes it interesting at the table. Uh, Cannon, you know what it is. But that's like you said, we create that space. This is what we do. And um, it's the launching pad right here, boy. Everything jumps off. Everything comes through here. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the businesses, local artists. Mm-hmm. All of that. All of that. No, I it's it's beautiful. It. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it, you know. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I don't feel like, you know, this is me. I come here feeling like I'm a part of something. I'm a contributor mm-hmm. every time. I bring a side. Well, it, it feels weird to me because, like, you come to my house, but I don't feel like this is me either. Mm-hmm. This isn't me. And I was having a conversation with our previous guest before you guys got here, um, Tyra. She, you know, she had some questions about launching her own podcast mm-hmm. and things like that. And one of the things that I told her that was most important about whatever she was going to do was the consistency that it would require Mm -hmm. for her to be able to get her message across. And she asked me right after I said that to her, how were we able to stay consistent as we were? And I said, you know, it's real easy for me to just go downstairs and record. They have to, you know, the rest of my team has to come to my location So I've had times where, you know, I don't want to do anything. But as of the last couple seasons, you know, we talk more than we do just at the podcast. Mm -hmm. So it'll be podcast day and I will see the enthusiasm that Sean or somebody or Cannon has about we meeting tonight and there's no way that I can be like, no, nah, we ain't, y'all can't come over. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it tonight. No. And it's because regardless of how I feel about my day, when y'all get here, it's, that's done. Mm-hmm. We're here to do this. And if I got to talk about that through this to get out of that, that's what it will be. But we do that and we come together and, and I don't care if nobody else listens to it. Man, we make magic. And when I listen to it, it inspires me to do other things for it. So I don't care if nobody else like it. I love it. Yeah. Hey, man. And that's when you get good at it, when it doesn't matter. When anybody else has to say or who's clapping for you and who's not. It doesn't matter. It's the work. It's work. It's the work. She said it, and it's true. That's what it is. And it's the work. It doesn't bother me if 10 people show up to an event or 150 people do. This episode 94. When they get work done. Yeah. It's Happy birthday. I was like super excited because I saw it come back on my timeline. I was like, I come wanted back. to ask me back. 94. I want to be downstairs. I, I want to gra- be down. I, I graduated in 94. I see, I see you. I see you, cuz. Hey. You old. This, this is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why I love her. That's why I love her. You old, bro. Look, gut shot. Okay. I'm just saying. No, real talk, though. Uh, this uh, sweatshirt I got on right now it says Cheese 12 on the back. This got to be 30 plus or at least 30 years old. You starch it? That looks new. I ain't touched it. That's some old man stuff. This ain't. This, that, that's, right? Like when they got just. That's, that, that's, that's that. my dad. Like I got that back gra- in 85. Hey, that's that old gold. I graduated, that is. I graduated in 94. That's nice. I was. I was. A, I was. A, here, okay. Let me. Let me give you all a little more black history. Okay. Springfield black history. Um, I'm ignorant. So what I call us is the quarter blacks. It was me. <laughs> it was myself. 
Leo Thompson, yes. Blake Turner. I started at Southeast. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Run that back and don't skim over that. For for people in the central State eight. No, no, no. We was big state nine back Mid-state then. Mid-state nine. Mid-state. We played Peoria. Y'all had to go through Peoria schools. Richwoods. Instead Rich of them Rich. weak Lincolns and Taylorvilles. Get them out of there. And you brought in the brothers and had to play the squad. We played a, we, the Wildcats. We played a we played a Rich <laughs> Hey, we played a Richwoods team. They ran the wishbone and they had two twins at the back and they ate us up. Believe it. Two twins ate us up. But, oh, I know a couple twins that used to. But being in. They was redhead brothers. Being a different in, type of brother. <laughs> being in the capital city, playing quarterback at the school is a big deal. Uh, yeah. And at that time, run them names back. All right. Back in the day, I called us the quarter blacks. That's just between me and myself. It was myself at Southeast High School. I, okay, now, as freshmen, we were all the same, uh, same grade. Me. Um, Leo Thompson, Blake Turner. I was at Southeast. Leo was at Springfield. Blake was at Landfair. There's only one of my other school to, 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 to name that's playing football at this time. SHG. Mm-hmm. And there was no black quarterback. Well, of course not. So if you could imagine, we all. There was a blackout in the city then. Hey, we, we all played freshman ball. But by the time sophomore season came around, we was all, you know, getting some sophomore reps and we ended up starting at some point in time. Uh, for the varsity as sophomores. So when I looked at it, it was like, you got three major schools in the city. You got three black quarterbacks. I don't know if this has ever happened at any time. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, and you say you got a, you got train, you got a young Herman, but like I said, you have three starting black quarterbacks at the three major schools in the city. And I look at that and I call it black history. That is. You know? And like I said, with this shirt that I have on, it says Cheese 12. And you said it looks starched. My mom probably took this off in 94 when I graduated, and it's been in the closet ever since. I believe it. So then when she said, I was going through my closet, and I saw it, and I was like, hmm, let me ask Cheese if he want it. And I'm like, you better believe it. Let me get a slice. It looks nice so, on you. <laughs> hey, so, so, you know, I got to come down here because we represent, you know what I'm saying, our high schools. We They call me Cheese, and, you know, I got to represent the East, you know, so... It is what it is. I, I thought it was very nostalgic, but you know, I got, a 30, I got a thirty-year-old shirt on right now, and, and I'm feeling. And I, hey, hold on. And the biggest thing is, I fit it. That's real. I it looks good it. on you. And you know, I, I was sitting there alluding to that. You know, not alluding, but thinking about that. And I think about Tom Brady and being a quarterback. People, people, not quarterbacks, not knowing what it takes to be one. When you think about a quarterback, aka you, leadership, you leadership. Yes, that's hey. One of, that's where it is. One of the biggest things coming out of being a quarterback, because I played baseball from five until high school. I didn't play any high school baseball. Now, if you ask cousin, I probably shouldn't have played football. I should have played baseball, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be talking right now on this podcast mm-hmm. unless we're on a different level. Because I was good. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the natural ability is there. But football pushed me into a whole different arena of competition. And then when I show up, it's like, hey, son, what do you do? Uh, I play baseball. What do you play? Shortstop, center field. Oh, mm-hmm. you're my quarterback. Quarterback, I got to know all the plays. I got to know uh, if 34 is left side, if it's dive, if it's uh, opposite spin out or whatnot. But I'm going to also go into this. I had co- uh, coaches who helped me along that journey that I want to give a most definite shout out. 
Shout out to Coach Roddy Womack, who taught me never to walk on the grass. Run until you get to the uh, parking lot. Don't run on my. Don't walk on my grass. <sighs> Coach Orlando Franklin, he did a lot. Uh, arrest, arrest in peace, Coach Orlando Franklin. Um, uh, sorry, I want to say Sergeant Master. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But State Trooper Tony Webster, heck of a coach. I'm not scared of him to this day, but he instilled so much in me that I have that respect, mm -hmm. you know, as a grown man to where he can still command certain stuff out of me without saying it mm -hmm. because it's there. But there's mm -hmm. also, and I think you know him too, rest in peace to my um, my coach, Greg uh, Moose Hibbler, who, yeah, who was a huge, I mean, one he was a black man who played tennis. Yeah. I ain't got to say nothing Not else. even played tennis. Made sure other black kids learned how, sure to black kids right. learned how to play tennis. Made sure other black kids learned how to play tennis. And this is my growing up. That's that a different level of care. These people uh, project. That's who I want to be. Word. That's what I want to be. Word. I want to be the Doris Chambers mm. and the Greg Hibblers and mm. the, the people that I saw. Ken Page. Ken Page. Shout out, You cousin. know what I'm saying? Like, that I grew up like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be something. You know, I want to be somebody. Yeah. Um that that's who I want to be in the community, not not for the accolades, but because I just felt like they felt such a great responsibility of, hey, Jeanette Goza. Man. Always checking Lord. for me, busting my chops. Here for it though. Here for it. You know what I'm saying? Cuz yeah. she cares. That, yeah, cuz she cares. That's that's why you the get Lindsay that. Hickmans of the world. Yeah. You got um. Uh, I'm naming all these Mr. these people. Terry, Miss Terry Jackson, rest in peace. Miss Terry Jackson was yeah. fierce about her community. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Bars. Those are the people you're growing up with. Like bars, black Doc, excellence Doc in Casey. Springfield. Doc Casey. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Melvin Jordan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. go. Y'all yeah. ready? Y'all want a ball? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Tony. Yeah. Uh, Tony Johnson. You know that's back to Southeast, but hey. <laughs> Hewitt Douglas. Put it like this. We all Listen, know this name. My guy. He changed and saved my life, Mr. Betts. Uh-huh. You heard the story last week about Mr. Betts changing my life on the verge of going to. I was selling fake <laughs> drugs. Hey, hey. I he said, boy, this is going to get you killed. This ain't going to get you no money. I'm going to get you some real drugs and get up out of my school or stay in here and learn something. Uh-huh. Hey. And I was on my way to uh, prison. Uh-huh. Hey, I was actually locked up, and he dropped the charges, which would have stuck. You know what I'm saying? Which would have gave me a whole oh, other outcome. Yes. Last story, week, yes. Last week was Just the story. Just gave that story, the yeah. fight. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, yeah, it was off mic, so we're going to keep it off mic. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But the whole point was, like I said, the charges were there, and they would have stuck. But he dropped them. And when he dropped them, he didn't just drop them. He came and hollered at me and said, look here, there's this school down in Tennessee Jackson, Tennessee, called Lane College. And I went to the Urban League and talked to Mr. Sam Boucher. Mm -hmm. I see y'all heads mm -hmm. nodding. And yep. in Springfield, y'all know what's up. Yep. So then I end up going to Lane College, courtesy of the same man that could have pressed charges on me that could've sent me. Ended a, everything. Yeah, or, or started everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The start to the ending. And like mm -hmm. I said, he knew the magnitude of what he had in his hands, and he didn't want to do that because he knew. He knew the significance. He knew, he knew Cheese's dad, probably Cheese's grandpa, Cheese's potential. But this is the thing. Cheese was a knucklehead at the time. It, it necessarily wasn't about Cheese. He knew that about a black kid. 
Yeah. That he didn't want to put that on you because of what that would do to you because you have a cha- if if he put that on you, you were done. Yeah. But he knew if he could talk to you, he had a chance to put something else on you that might change you in a different path and trajectory. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell it you, did. I'll tell you a funny story. I went to Lane and I went with uh Corey Johnson. He went a year before me. Corey Johnson is Coach Hibbler's son, Moose. Mm-hmm. So we sitting there at Lane, and then my sister come down. So then my homie, uh, I'm going to tell the business, we call him Smoke. He came down. Now, y'all know Smoke as Larry Hemingway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His name was Smoke. He came down the Lane with me. He didn't enroll in no school. He just lived in the apartment with me, and we did what we did. So the whole thing is, you know, we was all not where we are now, mm-hmm. but certain events took place, and we are. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I'm on the way to getting better, period. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he is But the is path either. isn't straight. I was just going to say, too, ain't none of us straight. where we're supposed to be. Yeah. We on our way there. Yeah. But and you the know story how you, ain't over. Uh, and, nah. and it reminds me of the beginning. I want to say maybe the beginning of Kill Bill 2. When she's like, mm-hmm. revenge is not, is not a straight path. It's like a forest, right? Wow. And you're you'll get lost. Huh. Yeah, I, I'm not saying this but eloquently, no, I, but no, but I get that it. Quote yes, yes. Really stuck with me because I was like, hey yeah, man, darts. sometimes when you don't, when you're not where you're supposed to be, and you get real lost, it happens real quick because mm-hmm. you're so bro. There's just little things like that that sit with me, sit on my heart. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, that's really that's really profound because sometimes in in your desire to chase something down or whatever, you know, not we're passionate and emotional people. We're very emotional. You end up lost in the forest and you'll never get out. And that's part of the martial art teaching. You go and and it said something about you'll go in, but you won't you won't be able to come back out the way you went in or whatever. I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was just deep for me. Kind of like when you're at the beach and you get in the water and then you get out the water and you towel down there. That's Yeah. You the ain't, real, you, you ain't you. realizing you done went down mm-hmm. the beach. You ain't you realizing. Lose sight. You lose sight. You lose sight of where you came in. Because you know what? When you're in that water, it ain't about you. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you lose yeah. sight of where you came in. Yes. That's why I also stay focused on my on my lane. I don't want nothing else nobody got. Yeah. <laughs> Because I can't carry it. I probably can't carry it. And people trying to put that energy on you all the time because uh-huh. they 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 don't want you to do what you're doing. And maybe somebody or some energy then got them controlled to to mm-hmm. because energy needs a vessel. Absolutely does. To, it's like to misery carry out company to carry out things in the 3D space, which is this world we occupy on Earth. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. Gonna, and when they see you doing your thing, when they see you doing good. It's going to come in various forms. It's either going to come in hate or temptation. Depends on what's in your head. Mm-hmm. And you got to be able to know just stay in how my to life. discern uh-huh. what's happening and continue to maneuver the way you know that the compass inside of you is telling you to go. Yeah, because I you That's can't that block awareness because you can't block my me. grandma you prayed for me this. though but my grandma prayed for me and I haven't even reaped the, the blessings off of things I've done because my grandma prayed for me you, clown, you clowns and that was years ago that that happened that she prayed for me now you digging in your pack but I'm just right now, 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 now you getting your let's power be real. pack now the train's oh, yes. rolling on y'all yeah I'm I'm that's, I'm that's here intentionally not, yeah my my existence is intentional somebody. 
And see, that's I'm I'm in, it's intentional. Folks don't you're tap out. into their power. Like I said earlier, your ancestors are here with you. Why are they not looking over? You are your ancestors. Pr- Remember Neo in the Matrix and Morpheus kept telling him he was the one, and he's like, Nah, I can't be. Uh, I'm just the computer guy. No, it's you. You just just you know pick the path. I'm gonna show you. And he went and he visited the Oracle, right? And he's like, Trinity, the Oracle said. And she's like, I don't need to know what she said because what she said was for you. Because what he hadn't absorbed yet was she probably told him it's not you. You're not the one. Right? She says something to that effect. Right. And what, no, is, what ends up happening is what he needed to hear, though. And, and Trinity told him she's t- she'll tell you what you needed to hear or, or Morpheus said something she like did. that. She did. She literally, Morpheus said it. And she, she, the Oracle knew what it would take to motivate Neo. Neo came in because he thought he knew what he so she let him say what he said mm-hmm. and within that when you come in let's say us coming into work and we know that they're not going to give us what we want mm-hmm. it's do, the you, fetus. do you stop or do you rise to the occasion on valentine's day mm-hmm. and up your level because of what you asked for yeah no i'm dead serious Word. i think about things like that so had the oracle not said that and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm not the one. No, yeah, you are. And That's what he needed to hear. It's what he needed to hear. Because guess what? If he would have went in there and he heard he was the one, he wouldn't have stopped them bullets. He wouldn't because he would. He, he did not believe that he could. And the, he and the kids sit next he, to him like, you have to become the spoon. You can't like will it to bend. You have to become it. Right? Like he's getting all these little jewels of knowledge. I can't tell you the man. You got to know it. That's the point. I can't tell you. You got to harness the, the energy. You got to know that. There's a path that in you're your on, being though. when you walk in here, who you are, because all of this other stuff will try to tell you who mm-hmm. you're not. And are you going to believe that? Or are you going to believe your divineness that you came in with? Because that's the shit that affects you. And you know what else he did? He got believe. tired of running. That's why he stopped the bullets. So Back he got against tired the of wall. He couldn't go nowhere else. He just else. said, "Stop." He he got t- he was like, "Stop." He couldn't go nowhere else. <laughs> I see my boy over here. You remember that, right? And he was like, "Oh, okay." And it was on. He, his back was against the wall. He had no choice but to believe himself. He jumped inside the agents the wall, and blew them the up. And, and, do? and Tank is like, "You can't do that. You can't do that." Yeah, I can. Then he flexed. Huh. Hey. Brought the walls. There was, in. There was that negativity. Hey, hey, the, the walls came in. The walls came in. That was that negativity. You can't do that. Yeah, you can. They're always gonna question you. Cause, but the thing is, you didn't branch out because you always questioned yourself. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you, you can't do that. Yeah, watch. I, I'm glad you brought up the the Matrix because that's it's an old movie, but that's a teaching point of any. Conversation. We've been having Bible study on that for the last couple ab- weeks. Absolutely, and it is real. It's it's as real as it gets. Yeah, you're going to be on a path, and you're going to have people tell again. You're going to have people telling you with their negativity that you can't do this. Who do you listen to? Do you listen to these clowns that are coming to derail you and absorb your energy for mm-hmm. their own benefit, mm-hmm. or are you going to listen? to everything that is positive in your life, trying to build you up and make you become an intricate part of society where we're all gaining from whatever you're doing. The gain. Absolutely. And Tiffany, you are that person. 
I'm just listen. I just I just pay attention, brother. I'm just here. I, I'm. We glad you. We glad you here. I just Happy see birthday. things differently. Thank you very much. Happy born day. Yeah. Yes. That's that's just real. The Matrix is like it always comes back to that for me. <laughs> always that. It's profound. It, it, it was yes. It was profound. I've never seen anything like it. Was it was crazy the way you said that. As soon as you brought it up, my mind was like, just listen, because we we stay on that. And I, I just that's sit been, around that's and listen. life though. That it is. Think about Forrest Gump. So those are opportunities. His mom poured into him a little bit, and he's like, "Okay, I'm cool." He always referred to it. And too. Somebody saw him, and there just was a spark about him. And everybody, okay, so you you're running across the field. We're going have you play football and you got through college went to the military got all these medals you you know i mean it's just he he ran from one thing yeah, into another yeah. um and his shoes changed every time he went from the braces to the running shoes you know what i'm saying like every every change of shoe was a different journey yeah are you available for episode 95 or Listen, 6? Listen, all of it. Just you know no movies are my thing especially sci-fi oh it's all good cuz you know there's guy language it's so, like, like guys usually use sports as a correlation, but as long as you can find something to pass the information and communicate with it, it makes sense. But you in the A, fastball's coming straight down the middle. Yeah. I'm here for it. 100 miles an hour. He didn't throw his hat, put his head on. Todd done went out of bounds. Hey, no. Todd said skip earth like five, ten minutes ago. I seen it. There's just deeper meaning in a lot of things if you choose to take it in. You just got the hammer and you're just hitting the nail. Period. That's that's you when 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 you when you're able to extract like, you know what you're wisdom. You saying a lot. I need it to, but I need things to make sense. It does because I don't feel like we're just out here in the expanse doing whatever. Like yeah. I I need things to make sense. <laughs> and I think that there's so much information in everything that we take in. Yes. Uh, I mean, even rap. You know, we joking Everything. about what's your phone number? You know, we all grew up on that. Yeah. But when now that you're older and you really just start listening to lyrics, you're like, man, that's heavy. Hmm. Yeah. That's really heavy to say. Yeah. You you said a lot tonight. Golly. It's very back heavy in to elementary. Say. I thrived on misery. You probably don't even know what you said. She, all. No, no, I'm, this, I'm this glad. Is, this is the I'm thing. Glad. I'm glad that it, I'm glad it resonated with you and meant something. She knows what she said, but she does, she can't realize the immediate effect the in the room yeah. and not the transmission that we're going to send out later. Oh. She'll watch us grow and be like, "Yeah, I was a part of that." Maybe because we having the conversation. No, no, no that's that's real because that's people real. come down here and change this. That's real. And you're one of those people. That's why you get to come. That's why we <laughs> ask you back. With my hoodie on. That's word. <sighs> but you don't even understand the energy, babe. When I see you on a story post and you hugging your little man and you got our shit on, it's like, that's 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 my shit. That's Do my you shit. understand no, 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 how on, hype on, I am on. about that? That's like, my family right there. I couldn't wait. Could not. Because y'all hound. I'm like, oh, I get a sweatshirt. I done took a picture with the coin, the car, and I'm yeah. in it. I, I, I love that. And, but do. you know what I love more than any of that? I love the reciprocation of the friendship that we've bonded on. Because mm -hmm. that is real as hell as mm -hmm. it gets. You can't pay for that. You cannot. You can't but get I'm that. open. Yes. I'm open because I need to collect. That's how my battery recharges. 
Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? It, it is in talking. It's in feeling welcome. It's in, in family. And I don't have a big family, so I need and these I'm, things to go with. And I'm glad that you can get that from us because... And I don't the, have brothers. The the the, the, the I don't have brothers. The city you know? got four brothers right here. But you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. The city you know and your I'm purpose needs sure. you. Yes, we need you. Well, and that's For why sure. I'm working. For Absolutely. Sure. And that's why I'll keep working. For sure. But we we all need each other to run, mm-hmm. and you need to be on your path too, though. Absolutely. Because we, again, we stopping a girl system. who was crying turned into <clears throat> her life continuing, and. I'm just grateful for people who've taken the time to see me and and say, hey, you know, you're working really hard. Can I help you? Hmm. Yeah. And that's why I, I love the black boys that we have come to the club. We've, we're always very, like, teen boy heavy. That's and important. in fact, when I sat in on that class at uh, the school, I, was, I walked in. The young man's like, hey, Ms. Tiff. And I was like, hey, what's up? Yeah. You know, um, I I love that. Again, until I, love I, I have to speak to that. You don't know how you you've got an idea, but you don't realize how that feels as a black boy being raised by a black mother, only being schooled by white women mm-hmm. to walk into a welcoming black woman that has mm-hmm. the energy and the expertise and the knowledge and can put it all together in the manner that you do. And she knows you. I personally. Just, I just want I just want to make sure that people have spaces. Mm. That if you don't have anything else going on in your so day, you important. know you know that when you see me, it's just all love. You know, I yeah. don't I don't need anything. I just want you to feel comfortable. Right. Cuz I know growing up at different points in all of our lives, home wasn't always the place you wanted to be. Right. For whatever reason, and it's a place that a lot of us, you know. So consider spend a, lot a of pandemic time. when kids can't leave home. <sighs> See what I'm saying? Think so I don't want to talk spouse. about. Oh, hey, you don't you don't care about kids getting sick? I do, but I also know the toll it takes when you can't escape your home. reality. Your reality, and you need something else. And again, yes, and adults, but we can leave. Schools and everyday right. schools are five day a week, the majority of the day thing that you can't go to now. Breakfast, lunch, snack. Twenty first century. Friends to S- tell you. On it. Friends to tell you, hey, it's okay. Sports. Or just outlets. I'm I'm yeah. here. Now she and now that, you're that at home. Meal that that conversation. Put it like this: My son is a, a I would say he's a privileged kid, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but through the in home learning, he has no communication. When I get home, I still got stuff to do. I holler at him, but then I go work out. Mm-hmm. So he's not really talked to anybody until six o'clock. Mm-hmm. He's in the wind. Mm-hmm. He's, he's in that. In their point. most formative years, when you need the interact, the socialization, the yep. teenage years. That's real. The, the years that you we can't leave babies alone. Hmm. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm messing yeah. completely up. Yeah. So, I mean, I, these are babies to me. They yep. are. They are. Yep. Because they're still in formative years. Yeah. Period. So so they are babies. I, you know, I look at my, my own kids and I, there's just a sadness there. And I'm like, well, they're in private school because I'm privileged Yeah. to be able to do that. But I, I know my kids. You're human they're, they're, kids. The, uh, my kindergartner, the spark went out of her eye the mm. first week. 
And I was like, oh no. And that's that's bad to see. Like when you, that's that's kindergarten. That's yeah. I want to sit on the, the red but, square. But, but, I but still, sing that's, songs. that's the energy that's the of a five or six year old, and then a spark going out. And my husband and I were like, you know what? Uh, this isn't gonna work. We're going to we rock this up. Go to school. They gotta go to school. Yeah. And I've been grateful for that. Yeah. Because I I know I can't. I'm not gonna hit the mark as their mom. I I can do it for other people. I can't make that magic happen at home with them. I just can't. There's and so, I'm okay with saying that's, I can't. That's perfect. That's and perfect. so they're in gymnastics or you know whatever it is or they're spending the night at my dad's that's, house. That's or, something you shouldn't front on. But it's the mm, real it's, right. it's don't the, front on that. It's no. the reality of you can't teach yourself or part of yourself everything. You need uh-huh. somebody else to do it and that's, that's come to light that. when your kids are That's being, how we got here. Right. That's how we got. Well, here. you know as adults it's like the 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 whole ask for help or ask for a little something kind of frowned upon because it looks as you being less of an adult when it's like hey mom we going to the store can you keep Theo for a couple of hours that's Theo and grandma's bonding time mm-hmm. and the more Theo has spends time with his grandma for the short amount of time you know they they build a relationship he doesn't need to I hate to see my three year old with a freaking mask on. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate to be like Theo. Pull it up, Theo. Keep it on. I don't want to see my son with that on. You know, so we're not going to the store. And then it's like, well, we kind of got to go to the store uh-huh. for him to get used to it. And then he has his little whatevers, and it's like, it's a strain on all of us. And and every strain, I should be like, you just put five more pounds on the bar. We got to lift it and get stronger. That's just it. You know, we got to lift the weight and get stronger. We have to. Figure it out like we always have, and we always we always will. So that's why I'm saying, as brown and black folks during pandemic, it's just one more thing that we're figuring out. It's not the thing. No, nah, it's not. It's not. You got to go to work and keep your head about you, and all of that. And a, a a friend of mine, a mentor of mine that lives in in um, Chicago, great guy, sent me a Christmas card, and it had the poem "If" in it. If you can keep your head about you when everyone's losing theirs, if you can blah, 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 blah. And then at the end of the poem, it says, you know, then a, a great man you'll be. If you can endure all of these things, greatness is is what will happen for you. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that because sometimes you you can go crazy with everybody else. Come on, Todd. <laughs> Remember what I told you? I said, if we get through this as a podcast, well, if I can't tell us nothing. <laughs> You will have had endured more than the average person. And with the last time the planet dealt with this, it was the Black Plague. And was that what? The 500s? So I will tell you something though. I read a book while I was on vacation. Global pandemic. It's uh, Dan Brown's uh, Dante's Inferno. It's Ooh, old. Yes. But very relevant for right now because it speaks of plague and whatnot. And there's a concept in there that the earth is overpopulated. So when that happens, the earth balances itself by there's disease that comes up and the black plague was one of them because then there was the Renaissance period. I believe that was after the black plague when we flourished because there's an actual calculation of how many people should be on the earth so that we're not overusing the resources. Yeah. And once herd immunity has happened or whatever they would say now, Mm -hmm. then, then a virus will stop mutating or you'll be able to, to take, to conquer it. Right. You cannot destroy the earth. Mm -mm. It's impossible. There's it no generates itself. The, but it just was bizarre to read that book 
this year, mm-hmm. well, 2020. Eye opening. And I was like, whoa. Because how old is the book? Because that 2011. Con- that concept <laughs> comes yeah. from a real place. Uh-huh. You cannot destroy the earth. The earth will destroy you before that happens. Case in point, when we were on lockdown, deer were coming into town. The water was clearer. Smog cleared up. And you could see stuff you'd never seen before in California. At, in like L.A. In sure. like a matter of a month. Yes. When hey, we yo. got our footprint out of everything. I didn't see no chemtrails. Nothing. I promise you that. And I looks. Nothing. Water, water was clear in places. It had never been clear before. Sounds like I am Biz, legend. Business is the pollution of the earth. You know, so I'm just saying like the earth resets. Real. The earth resets real quick, though. Because mm-hmm. we were on lockdown hey, for a month. We made fake money. And it has. Money, and and you it always have has. Business to, the to earth always has reset. Money business. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, we not the currency of the earth ain't money. It's good energy. The concept in the book was that if a plague was not developed, and people just you know exponentially just imagine, keep yes. living, we're going to deplete the resources by. So earth there's like love, a date that it set. In the this book. would have already happened before we got here. Yeah. Earth, earth, love earth didn't take care of itself in its own ecosystem. So basically, we would look like the favelas. Right. You know what I mean? Like like you look at that. You look at how we live, you look at the projects versus Brazil. Now you take Brazil and them shanty towns in Jamaica and you make that across the globe. Well, uh, this, a living this condition. Is, this is, you know, we're extending the conversation a little bit, but you know, Tiffany's well traveled. She can speak to the differences of the places she's been. So let's get the expertise. Outside of the United States, looking into the United States is a different lens. It is a different lens. It's, it's very interesting, though. Absolutely. When Speak you on when it. you live here, uh, like I said, my mother's West Indian. We go to Antigua quite a bit for carnival and whatnot. Uh, it's most definitely island life when we get there. It's not resort life. Um, that's you a know, so the government hey, will you, shut the you, water you, off. Hey, sometimes. you travelers, that's a difference. Not resort yeah, life. Yeah, no, there's a di- Yeah, don't. So basically, what you get off of the airplane and drive through to the resort, mm-hmm. that's where she's still mm-hmm. still Absolutely. chilling at. And it's very have or with, have with, not with the family. Have yeah, or it's, have it's have or have not. There's no in between mm-hmm. uh, when you get out of the country here. Distinct it's line. This or that. Right. Uh, there's no middle class. No, no, no. It's really a, it's a really have or have not. But the government will turn the water off. Now, I think you're on an island and there's droughts. <laughs> it's bizarre. Um, oh, yeah. Well, you know, you got to think. But people the water's are, not the fresh. people are different, though, too. The water like, is not fresh. Salt. It's salt water. It's not fresh water. Mm-hmm. Now, these are people who have come from. We're living in the capital, if you've ever seen Hunger Games. Wait, but I'll give you an even Hold better on. description. Hunger I'll give Games. you an even better example, though. Lady we, Gaga was Hunger Games. <laughs> Real talk. And I and I didn't feel it until a white lady at work was like, did you see Lady Gaga? That shit looked like Hunger Games. I said, what? Oh, her singing at the well, inauguration? Well, her before, singing before you go everything. there, yeah. before you was going where you were about to go, if you traditionally view VMA perform, major performances by these artists, they are spawned from something previous and a lot of times it be dark energy type performances where they're channeling things that they might not have any 
awareness to, but when you go research it, it means this. Yeah. So they're really reenacting rituals. Well, you say reenacting as if they may have knowledge. What if you have someone in charge of you who says, well, we're going to do the performance that we have at the Super Bowl in this direction mm-hmm. and in this direction. And you're just being the artistic entity guided through. And then when it's performed, it's like, oh, my gosh, that's satanic. And you may be a part of it or may not. But the the agenda is already set. The agenda is already set. Because when you think about it, I wanted to bring this up too. Super Bowl weekend. I ain't got a dog in the fight. I don't give a shit. But mad promotion, mad commercials, mad money. Super Bowl Sunday, I would think, would be one of the biggest days for domestic violence. I've been getting drunk all day, kicking it with the homies. My team lost. It is. Yeah, I know it is. And that's why I brought it up. Mm-hmm. Because there's four guys over here, and we kind of chuckled, but it's real. Yeah, it my is. T- my team lost. Mm-hmm. Green Bay? Well, I'm about to pack your ass. You know what I'm saying? Well, thank but, God Buccaneers is doing Oh, we about to get Buck. We about to get Buck. <laughs> Here you buck. go. Here but, you but, go. But, 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 ooh, sorry. But on a, on a serious note, though, honestly, in real talk, it's one of those days where there's disappointment set up. It's a, it's a 50-50. How much money did you lose on the game? How drunk did you get? Yeah. Where all those, all those bottles are sitting on the table and everybody's gone. And your wife's there and there's disappointment. It's just one of those things. But... Our society is built up around these gladiator games, and we put commercials into it, and it's one of the biggest. You know what? There's no media day for a NBA final. There's no media day for a, a baseball uh, World Series. Super Bowl is one game. We have a media day, and we have a whole week to build up to it. So then you look at these things. Now, let's go to the Ray Rice situation, and let's go to the other gentleman who I don't know his name. Chris Wheeler. Do it. You know what I'm saying? But this is the sports situation, the circus and beer that they give us and and whatnot. But like I said, I just wanted to bring up because it's coming up. I don't want to put it in dark on it. But that is a disappointing day for some guys, and it is a high domestic violence day. You know what I'm saying? The Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Think about the disappointment. My squad lost. You know? Somebody, the al- somebody the ate the last of the Mazatoli. Hey, the alcohol. <laughs> the, la- the last flat is all gone. Of, all of that. The last <laughs> flat. But what I was going to tell you is. I don't we, want that we, drummy. <laughs> <laughs> Who don't want the drummy? When you're talking about being out the country and how people view things here, we went to Cuba in 2019. We, Me and some friends rented a catamaran and like sailed around Cuba for like a week and a half. <sighs> Not as expensive as you think it is. That's you know what? Not that's, as expensive as you think it is. That's No, no, no. It really is not as expensive as you can think we it get, is. Can we get something set up? A couple hundred thousand. Ain't no, 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 no. No, it's a catamaran. It's not a, a yacht. Anyway. <laughs> it's right? bigger than what Bow Wow had. Because he had nothing. In his defense, they do have the smaller boat that brings you from the big boat. Like, if you're you know on what? a big boat. Bow Wow, anything you do <laughs> can't be small, homie. <sighs> Why not? He's small. His 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 arms are really too short to box. Watch, watch yeah. it. But what I was gonna say is, we were talking Scrappy to do. we were uh, buying some fruit and stuff to take with us, and um, the gentleman that was helping us told us that uh, my uncle from Antigua flew over there as well. So they're just kind of talking about the government and things. And um, on one hand, the gentleman from Cuba is like, 
I really wish that when Barack Obama was president, that Cuba would have bought into opening its borders and really mm. being getting some businesses established here. Right. Kind of like St. Thomas and the other islands. But then my uncle, who's Antiguan, was like, yeah, but once you do that, you lose your entire culture. Yes, there are no do. more Antiguans. There's like a handful of them because other people have come in and they've changed the culture. You go to Cuba, it's like n- nothing has. It's like your grandma's house. Plastic still on the couch. Everything's where it was left. They drive a 57 yeah. Chevy. Like, it's beautiful. Them. And the gentleman was like, well, uh, you know, they talk about the government and how oppressive it is and different things. But my uncle said, well, do you guys have like gun violence and stuff here? And the guy was like, no. That is not I don't ever worry but- about sending my daughter wherever she wants to go. They don't shoot up schools. We don't do that. And he's that's like, an and, American, and they have no that's homelessness. An Ameri- that's American. But they have no homelessness in Cuba. Wow. There's no one sleeps wow. on the street. No, wow. no. And I'm not saying they live in like this. What I'm saying is everybody has a home. Right. There's they take pride in the fact that there's no homelessness there. And that's real. Watch this. That's real. DC. Man. So I'm just saying you got two different island people who have two different vantage points. One's like, we need to open up our borders. The other one's like, no, because you'll lose everything if you do. And you don't want to lose and, and, culture. The, and the reality of that is real. You don't want to lose Whenever culture, you do man. business mm-hmm. with a business, you lose. Uh-huh. You take the money. You give. You give up. You give up something for a mon- for the money. Just think of any artist, anybody that collabs with the business. They have to do what the business wants right. or you don't get the purse. Right. Brings us back to Valentine's Day. The weekend. Exactly. Come full circle, 360. <laughs> oh, Yeah, you're welcome. Tiff, oh. Tiffany. <laughs> T math. Adding and dividing and multiplying and exponents. Out blue and red pills. You, you my sister, man. I, 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 could, I, could, I, could, I could talk to you for weeks. The love oh, we is could. here. We the could most definitely do that. Golly. What do you want to? I just love y'all. Do you want to leave the listeners with we anything you else? Too, you don't have to. She didn't gave her soul. No, I just the thing I would always leave everybody with is just like what's meant for you is meant for you. And you know, you hear old people tell you that church. No, that is so real. What That's is real. meant for you is meant for you. It is. Stay just what is meant for you is meant for you, and no one can block <laughs> your blessings. Nobody can change what the adjustment bureau has set forth. Because if you've seen that movie, you Just should know. Didn't we talk about that the last time I was here? I don't remember. Not that movie. It's got Matt Damon in it. We didn't talk about listen. that one. I don't think the so. Adjustment Bureau, it's the reason why you might, you leave in the house and you can't find your keys. You find them and then sat them somewhere else. It's because you, the Adjustment Bureau is this group of sci-fi guys that Buffers. keep you on your path so that you're not moving too fast or too slow through your day and disrupting what your destiny is. So if 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 when you're so when things get really frustrating she for me so or like game, something's happening, I take a pause. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna get mad because I've gone back in the house five times for the same thing and for, then forgot something. Right? It's you because I wasn't supposed to be somewhere when I thought I was supposed to be there, and I'll take that. Hey. There's something is protecting me from moving too fast. You know, my mom used to say, my mom would do this. She'd be you like, okay, you, you're driving down the street in the car, and you're like. Man, this damn train stopping me. And she's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the train that's stopping you. Think of it like this. If I didn't get stopped by this train and I went five blocks up, Ooh. I missed the accident. Mm-hmm. And that is the adjustment. 
Mm-hmm. Don't look at your stoppage as a blockage. Look at it as uh, a time maybe for me to sit here and think for these five minutes and, and, get back, and get back in my circle because I just got pissed at this person who cut me off. You know what I'm saying? You get off your rocker. I, you know what? Yeah, but it, when you accept it, it makes life so much easier. It's like your child. When Jariah accepts your, your, your training, he's going to be a better Jedi. But I'm, I'm telling you that it's but, but, real. But, but we're still Jedis right now. And we do have to, we do, we still are governed. We ain't bigger than our britches. I'm always somebody's child. So always act like you can learn and move like that. I love the way you said that. I haven't seen the movie, but I get the premise. Matt Damon messes up because he accidentally sees them. Mm. Nobody, you're not supposed to know these people exist. I know this now. He messes up because he sees them. And then that turns into a whole he becomes He becomes aware. That so there's he, an adjustment bureau. So he's not being guided. That's what is this movie? It's called the Adjustment Bureau. So that's so they're so who they this. they are charged. They're everybody's assigned to somebody, and they're there to make sure that you, you stay on your path. Oh wow! Whatever that is, because if you if you move too fast, Top, too slow, moving too fast, make a left when you're keys. supposed to make a right. Correct. It changes every the course of history. Well, it's like the butterfly effect. Shit, he yes. got to tie a shoe three times, mm-hmm. but it stopped him from this. Mm-hmm. There's and, somebody you weren't and, supposed to meet. There was hey, some place you weren't supposed Marty to meet. Marty McFly, all you needed was three seconds off your timing yeah. to adjust your history. Uh-huh. <sighs> I'm what, telling you, you got to really, when you look at movies, I don't just watch movies. Because this is never just the movie. I sit there and I digest it like, okay. It's a mess. How does this apply? What's the bigger purpose? How does it apply to me? How does it apply I'm to telling me? you. It, it, Every, everything is the same movie, but how does it apply to me? Why do you think live theater is so moving for people and everybody leaves with a different thought of how something ended up? That's powerful, especially for people who don't even experience that. If you've seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, that's a that is a theatrical piece. Yes. By August Wilson. Yes. Cannon ain't spoke all Cannon. night. He, he said yes. You know what it two is. Two hours when, in. You know what it is. But you know yes. what I'm saying? like. Yes. I th- I called you. Yeah, that that you. is. Was, was it you? I I think I'm pretty sure it was you, because you called. No, you called me while I was watching that movie, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna get on, or whatever." After this is done, so we were supposed to. It's Chadwick's last yes, and I movie. Was, I was telling uh, you about that movie because it, I I just not watching it. Like, and that and that is theater. Yeah, mm. that that is a. I didn't know that play. Yes. It's one of August Wilson's plays, who I also named my son after. That's nuts. August. Because I wanted him to be just excellent when you come out. I was intentional about his name. Intentional. <laughs> no doubt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak life into that before you even get here. You know what? I told my sortie. Me and my wife, we him. figured out what we wanted to name him. So names we, are names are a thing. They are of the most important. We had naming rituals as Africans. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When I found that out, and they did, they don't they don't name their kids on the first day they come out. Uh, no, so, like sometimes they, they go and they'll think wait, about it. They'll wait yeah. because now, because the name is going to set meaning. you on the path. So what I did was because they're putting the energy on you, yes. so they want to be certain. I knew that. I knew that. So I, I, I didn't do any research. I came upon that information. And then I said, hey, let's do this. And I have a white wife. I'm, I ain't, I ain't going to say I'm African-American. I'm going to say I don't know what you call me or register me as, but you know what it is. So what we did was I said, hey, let's figure out what we want to name him. We named him 
His first name is Theodore. That's his. That's one grandfather's name. His middle name is Noble. That's his other grandfather's name. One on his father's side, one on his mother's side. And his last name is Newman, so that's locked in. Mm-hmm. So we figured it was going to be Theodore Noble Newman. We told no one. When he was born, and, and, and going off of the African ritual, because mm-hmm. I read, um, I want to say it's the original Book of Roots, and it was the naming ceremony of um, Kuta Kinte, mm-hmm. where his father went into the forest, and he thought about what to name his child, you know. And then when he came out, he didn't tell anybody. And then, you know, the ceremony ceremony was on, you know, the child was born without him even being there. So when the child was time to name the child, and if you can remember, when he held the child to the sky and to the moon, Stars, yeah. and he said, there's, behold, the only thing greater than you which is the sun, the moon, stars, the universe. There's nothing on this planet that is greater than you. Behold, the only thing greater than you. So when I named my child, what we named him, and then when she, I was sitting there the whole time when she gave birth, and when I cut the umbilical cord, and when they you know, did what mm-hmm. they did and handed him to his mother, I said, let's tell him who he is. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I put it in his ear, and I said, you are Theodore Noble Newman. Your father is Sean Ricardo Newman. Your mother is Grace Marguerite Newman. Your brother is Sean Jacob uh, mm-hmm. Ricardo Nichols Newman. And your sister is Kalia, um, uh, ja- you know what I'm saying? And hey. so on and so yes. forth. And I swear to you to this day, ask that boy. I'd be like, here's his grandma. I'd be like, you a little ham. Because he's a cutie. You a little ham. he said, no, I Theo Noble Newman mm-hmm. at two. It matters. I, I feel noble. He knows who he is. It's energy. If I tell you who you are, can't nobody tell you who you are, regardless. But also, you said roots and brought him up in the stars, and I will bring you back to Blackest King, where this little boy is hovering above the universe, hovering above the earth before he That's comes where down. we belong. See what That's I'm where we belong. You know what? I don't understand. I'm see taught, what I'm saying? I'm taught to overstand. Overstanding means I see over the over situation. The, over the top. Not underneath it. You know I'm just saying? saying, but if you spoke that greatness into every black boy, you that to. you are a godly being. You are. Walk with it. Walk with that light. Walk with that rod. Hey, listeners. Y'all got one today. It ain't Valentine's Day, but this is love right here. <laughs> this, this is the roses while y'all But remember alive. on, on uh, Kendrick Lamar's album, Damn, and his uncle or whoever is leaving voicemails for him, and he says... I know you feel like ain't nobody praying for you, and but we're a lost people, and, and right. And then he says, "But God's in you, right?" Right. I'm just saying, I listen to no, stuff like baby. that because I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know you feel like nobody's praying for you. That's like because when I feel like Scott somebody's Heron. praying for me, because they have, you can't touch me. Right. So if you feel like nobody's done that or blessing your life in that way. You feel touched. You feel like everything can get at you. Mm-hmm. And you know, better. and that's why I love that album. It, it it was an album of conflict and damn, just back and forth, right? Because he's talking about, hey, I kill him. Somebody killed my my kid. I'm gonna do this, this, and that. And then, hey, kids, let's talk about gun control. He's existing, and you know, I gotta empower these kids, but also I will go off. Right. You're right, right. So I'm I'm just saying, like, it's heavy. Powerful. It's heavy. Very heavy. <laughs> heavy mentals. So if you feel like somebody's praying for your grandmother's bless your life or whatever it is, you're no one can stop you. 
No one can stop Lean you. Lean into that. Nobody Ancestors can stop you. Ancestors are pushing you on. When and your people are intentional about you, nobody God can stop bless. you. <sighs> what can they do to you? What can they do? I'm Theodore Noble Newman. What can you do to me, right? What can you what can you do? You just put that energy you gonna, back in. What into you want to say? No, you're, you're right. not. You're right. I know A. I'm Tiffany Matheson. I work hard. And that's And what what can you do to me? You can't do a damn thing to me. And you know why? Cause I'm not going nowhere. And you know what this is? This is intentional danger, Phil. Mm-hmm.